0: welcome to nintendo dads episode 317 recorded on march 11th 2021 on tonight's episode we discuss a couple weeks of topics with our special guest rogers base like sakura's breakdown of the latest smash characters and updates pokemon's 25th anniversary and seven minute pokemon presents video and the never-ending switch pro rumors jesse you know what to do
1: the boys and girls children of all ages welcome to episode 317 of nintendo dads today i am the driver of this dumpster fire of a podcast that you're listening to right now but man am i excited because <laughs> in this dumpster fire i got three of the coolest people around the internet of course behind the soundboard making all of the sound amazing every single day jesse Waldack. jesse how are you pal
2: good uh i'm surprised that i was able to do that f- flawlessly having a week off you know take one week off and you will just forget everything you know
1: yeah i mean we you know you're the week off but i i think i distinctly send you a message that you didn't and i just wanted you to keep hitting that button repeating it you got to keep that muscle memory in so everyone else could take oh. a week but you couldn't there you go got it okay that, that, go. that's why i did that that's exactly it of course a man who never questions why he's here but questions bigger things about his life in general mr timothy off tim how are you
0: i'm doing wonderful and thankful that i'm here obviously every thursday to talk some games with you guys and just wanted to show you guys what i'm sporting today a nintendo red yankees hat to represent you know who wow wow I told him I would never wear one, but Bobby, if you're watching, I got one. <laughs> nice. That a boy. Nice job.
1: Well done. Well done. And of course, the third voice that you hear in that wonderful panel with us as well. One of our favorite guests, I think probably our most seen guest, our most returning That's guest probably has the most that makes sense. checks. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Of course, Roger's base. Roger, how are you? What is going on? I'm, I'm, I'm doing
3: great. Obviously, I'm right there with Tim. We greatly miss Bobby. I feel like I'm glad we were able to move the show around and everything. It was obviously different. In hearing the news so Bobby this show is dedicated to you today we love you buddy and uh, I will re-watch all of Hamilton and Animal Crossing
1: again tonight because of you so there you go <laughs> nice excellent excellent yeah so we're we're so excited of course yeah uh, as Roger mentioned able to move our schedule around uh for for Bobby and I think this is a really great opportunity I should kind of just sit in this pocket and just say um, maybe actually Jesse if we can cue down the music that'd be great for that one um Obviously, folks. Uh, last week we didn't have a show. We we talked about um, uh, about the passing of Bobby Pauls, a Nintendo guru, a really good friend of ours. Uh, I want to just say on behalf of the entire um, community and uh, Nintendo dads and everyone around, obviously, how much we are we are hurt by this and saddened. Um, but I also want to say thank you for our community because just the amount of respect and. Um, distance and ability for that, that they have given us, but also checking in and saying, are you okay? How are you doing? If you need an ear, let's, let's chat. Um, You know, we appreciate that. We really appreciate the love um, that we felt. I know not only for our community, but so many people that Bobby connected with Absolutely. and so many communities he was involved with. And so we're so thankful for you and the respect that you have for us to allow us to have that time to to grieve in our own way as we will continue to grieve for months and um, and move forward. But uh, but yeah, we we greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. He really, he was
3: like such a pillar of the Nintendo community. Like yeah. honestly, Bobby everybody I've ever talked to in regards to Nintendo guru, right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like, he was one of the most welcoming guys, yeah. always willing to listen on literally any topic. And he's never been afraid to like push your buttons. And he's yeah. somebody that like, I always enjoyed talking to because I always knew we were going to get into it by the end of the yeah. discussion in a good way, obviously yeah. in a good way. Oh, but, yeah. uh, I feel like those those are the best kind of discussions when you're always at each other's heads
1: and you're yeah. looking to pull something out of the other person. So he yeah, was, he really was kind of like a larger than life character. Absolutely. Right? You, you just yeah. you just um, just I mean stature stature wise, he was a big fella. He sure. almost kind of reminds me of something like a John a John Goodman or John totally. Candy or Chris totally. Farley, just that like high energy enthusiasm, anchor, fun, um, and just just amazing. But yeah, you know, I, and that's a great point, Roger. I would I love the fact that him and I would disagree, like the disagreements were there, yeah. but it wasn't like, I hate you. You're dumb. And I don't see your opinion, but it's like, no, I'm going to challenge you on that. Like, I don't think, I don't think that's right. Um, he was so great, (laughs) but, um, yeah, deeply missed. It was very interesting. Actually guys, as we come before we transition off that I was playing animal crossing recently and on the left-hand corner, it popped up and said, uh, Nintendo guru is online. Oh, and I think someone is using a switch. Like I think, oh, I think one of the family members is, is using a switch sure, or something. Sure, 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 and sure. And so it was just this weird draw for a second. Oh man! And I was like, man, that was weird. Um, but yeah, I think that was exactly what it was. I think a family member had wow. bought a switch and was playing with it, or or maybe celebrating Bobby in some way. I don't know. And I think
3: it, he knew. He knew you were playing Animal Crossing. He wanted yeah. to send a message via his family.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is so Be weird. Like,
3: I'm still watching you. And then you my you guys go to Do you guys go to
0: his Dream Island?
3: I haven't I got, yet. His I Dream Island, I haven't
1: been to his Dream Island. Yet, yeah, that much. was that was cool to do that. So, oh no, man, that's and that's one of those weird things about something like like that game, right? Where you can literally like, sad as we are, we yeah, I mean we are and we are, but like we can kind of go back and see that thing that he created. Yeah, and that would be that would be like, man, that feels like you know that uh, that screams of Bobby, right? That that's I he's talked about these like so. I think it's a very yeah. interesting kind of touchstone. And again, it's so interesting how video games is that touchstone for us. It's our relationship. It's the connective tissue that brought us together. I would have never met Bobby or been in his circle had I not played a video game. Like, that's the weirdest thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, absolutely. It's it's so so interesting. So uh, Absolutely. Yeah. But I digress, folks. Again, thank you. Thank you so much for your love and support uh, for us, for the community and for Bobby. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, Gentlemen, let's jump back into the news. And of course, Tim, who's the news brought to us by?
0: From our Patreons, uh, they always donate to us or subscribe to us every month, and it helps us to keep the lights on, as we like to say, mm-hmm. um, but afford us to do some of the things that we do for the community and to do m- review games and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah, it's always, we're always grateful for that.
1: And I want to be give a big shout out to Liam. And where is it? Jesse, Jesse, Jesse and Liam. Congratulations. Thank you very much for being our latest Patreon subscribers. I greatly, greatly appreciate that. They are joining the over 100 subscribers who support us every single month. Keep us ad free. Really um, nice. You know, I'm or sure there's I, more
0: too, since we missed a I week. Think I so think yeah, if we be... missed
1: you, I apologize. Just ping me later and be like, you missed me and we will definitely get you next week. I apologize. Um, Oh, you know what? Actually I apologize. Trey, uh, Ricardo, uh west side cougar cougar wow that's awesome um <laughs> Integot. there's a there's a couple in here so i apologize i yeah. did miss a couple uh, and there's some
0: too. too different from their discord names so that's why it's yeah. like i can call them out by their discord names but it won't be their patreon names and yeah. vice versa so
1: exactly but yeah so, that's awesome
0: we got a bunch of people that joined and They uh, always come in and say the same thing. Hey, either they've been listening to us for a long time and they finally decided to make the plunge or they heard about us and wanted to come in and chit chat in their Discord community.
1: Wow. And it's amazing. You can also subscribe to us on Twitch, just like a Rogers base just did (laughs) to get into this amazing. (laughs) I was like, don't bring it up. (laughs) I I saw it. I saw that it was on there, and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't subscribe to you guys on Twitch, so I hit the subscribe button. Oh, uh, but you're yeah. very kind. Well, thank you. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, we appreciate everyone who's yes. jumped in. Guys, man, two weeks, there has been a lot of news. Now, a lot of it, we would have already covered. A lot of it. Before yeah. we, Jesse, stop, yeah, before we start, you, yes. uh,
2: Tim, can you uh, find Bobby's dream
1: address? And mm. we put it in the chat. Yeah. The oh, yeah that's good call. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Good call. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great call. Uh, yeah. Two weeks. Kind of like news has been piling up. So some of these things are yeah. like this happened a while ago, but let's still talk about it. And I'm so happy that Roger's here. Cause he hits like two of these points. Actually he hits all these points. Cause Roger is amazing. Just with me right here. I'm ready to right? go. Yeah, right. you just, I got my pokeballs over here. I'm good. You're at, you're at, you now. Now you've got the switch pro behind you as well that Nintendo has uh, sent you, right? Don't I, get don't, you
4: that
1: I one. cannot confirm nor deny any, uh, any deny. rumors or speculation uh, uh, as a Nintendo messing. brand ambassador. So there you go. Ooh, wow, right? <laughs> hey, Roger. So let's start off with this. Um, Pyra and Mithra came to yes. Smash, they're in there now. Sakurai did a reveal. Yes. I'd love to hear your debrief and thoughts on kind of both his reveal, which I think he did. You know, again, it was at his house almost 35 minutes long, sure, and now they're in the game, playable. Roger, I'm gonna just throw it to you. Please, yeah, so
3: uh, I I mentioned this back when Smash Ultimate was first like coming out, before we even had DLC. During that very last presentation, I don't know if you guys remember, it was like where we got Incineroar and Ken, Mm -hmm. and then we got Piranha Plant as the surprise final reveal of that initial base roster. And right before the Piranha Plant reveal, Sakurai had shown like a bunch of assist trophies. So you saw Shadow, Isaac, all these other characters that people thought, oh, maybe that's gonna be the last character. And then finally he goes, and we're doing a challenger pass and yada, 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 all this stuff. So I'm going, great DLC. I don't see Rex and Pyra. That means, you know, they might be in the game. I'm not seeing it. They had just shown Spring Man, by the way, right before that too. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, it's not going to be an ARMS character. And then Sakurai brings up, you know what? It's a little too late in development. We're not going to get a Xenoblade character, but here's a Rex Me costume. And I saw the Rex Me costume and I thought in my brain, that doesn't write off Pyra and Mithra. At least we could still get Pyra and Mithra. And then, of course, he shows all the Xenoblade spirits. And at that time, Min-Min wasn't in the game. So when you see a spirit, basically just meant they were deconfirmed. And I sat there with my Aegis. It's one of my favorite live reactions on my YouTube channel. Just like, no, <laughs> almost stopping. Because <laughs> I, I love Xenoblade. I've always been such yep. a huge fan of this game. And Xenoblade 2 in particular is like one of my favorite RPGs of all time. And, uh, and so I just really, really, really badly wanted Pyra and Mithra in the game. So then jump to, obviously, a couple of weeks ago, you get that reveal trailer. We knew going into that direct... That there was gonna be a Smash announcement in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as soon as I saw the not actual gameplay footage on the bottom of the screen, I went, oh my gosh, this is gonna be something Smash yeah. related. And then, before you even see Rex, as soon as I saw Argentum coming out of the clouds, I got up and started screaming, Pyra!
4: What? Yeah. Rex and
3: Pyra? And then I see Rex, and he says, Pyra's not there. And I'm going, okay, Pyra's by herself. Are they actually gonna do this? And then you see Pyra. She's like, I got the Smash invitation. Nobody cares about you, Rex. Ha ha, boom. <laughs> you see that from, I start losing my mind. I'm screaming. I, I ended up breaking these headphones. I I were they were broken. They were broken. Because what happened is the the connector, the audio connector in here is hardwired into the headphone. Okay. So when I was jumping all around, goofing off all over the place, I literally ripped the audio connector with the additional little dongle from the outside of my headphones. So the headphones oh, wow. were gone. And i was live streaming at the beginning of this direct. I had 50 minutes I had to get through it. I'm going, my headphones are broken. What am I going to do? Yeah. So I had to hook up to my Bluetooth. I mean, you can go back and watch that live reaction, but I was, I was jumping all over the place. It was, I it was, was losing my mind. It was very good. You know, Josh was making fun of me on Facebook Messenger afterwards saying, you got to tell Nintendo, stop putting in the characters that you want to put in the game. I want a different (laughs) character in there. But like, really, I was I was thrilled, man. Like seeing Pyra and Mithra, I understand it's another anime sword character, yada, yada, yada. But as you guys have probably seen after playing them, um, not only do they play very differently from a lot of the sword characters in the game, they, they don't feel like a Fire Emblem type, you know regular standard anime RPG character, but we got another girl. We have two new girls in the cast. That's awesome. We needed some yeah. more girls. So I'm happy. And uh, you know, who better than Pyra and Mithra, So
1: Yeah. And I, I would, I would kind of agree with you. Like, and I, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm, I've liked Xenoblade. I played it a bit. Yeah. It. I'm not a huge fan, but I, but I know the characters know yeah. the lore a bit. Um, but I was kind of the reaction. I actually thought they were faking us out because they've done a really good job faking yeah. us out for yeah. a lot of stuff. So I'm like, I thought maybe DLC, Turns out to be, and I was like, and, and very much, uh, sword, yeah, anime. Sure. However, I thought that, I thought the ability to switch between the two was like, I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's oh yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. How he, how that was implemented. And then went to, to actually watch Sakurai's, uh, kind of presentation and saying like, one is more powerful. One is more speed. I was like, oh wow. Like there's a lot of more, like it changes your play style. And I will tell you, I actually think they may be my new mains they're like, awesome they are really really good um and they are and like it yeah, feels power like you had to yeah. balance
2: two characters with this
1: yeah yeah like oh yeah I was I was really really shocked uh it was awesome awesome I thought. Especially being able to switch, but like when you've got the really good frame data with Mithra
3: where you can go in and deal a lot of damage and then switch on the fly between Pyra, do massive damage, literally KO them and just switch back to Mithra. Uh, It it feels very fluid in a way Mm -hmm. that I think Zelda and Sheik never did in melee. You know, Mm -hmm. we had this mechanic where they would switch, but it always took so long to go between Zelda and Sheik. Like you'd click down B and they would go like, dun, 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 and then she'd be Sheik. And it felt like – I mean, I know it wasn't five seconds, but it felt like five seconds, especially yeah. when you're in the middle of, like, a really, you know, hard – It was
2: more than three
3: frames. <laughs> Easily. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was definitely yeah. more, than more than three frames. Anything yeah.
2: more than three frames feels like it will take forever to go through. And so
3: this, this feels almost instant. You could use it like a spot dodge. If you're, mm-hmm. like, you know something's going to happen, you swap, go to the next character, avoid them, and slice in with Pyra. It just – it feels great. Their stage is awesome. The music they included is yeah. really good. They feel great. I just And it's another girl. Like I said, they, they check every box for me yeah. on the roster. And, you know, the few characters that I wanted in the game going into Ultimate, like dating back to when we got that very first trailer, right? Of the Inkling looking up at the sun and everything changed that day three yep. years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. A couple of yep. days ago, three years ago. So, you know, for me, when that day happened, then I was thinking of characters that I wanted in the game. There were a couple that came to mind. I said Isabel for sure. I love Animal Crossing. I want Isabel. I want King K. Rule. I want them to finally address you know, the giant alligator in the room. I want King K. Rule. I want Banjo and Kazooie. But I know there's no chance of it happening. Mm. And of the newer characters, God, would I love, Pyra from Xenoblade. Those were the four. That those were my fab four. Those four right there. King K. Rule, Banjo, Pyra and isabel and i got isabel king carol banjo and pyro so literally every other character over the course of this has just been icing on the cake really yep. i mean you know, getting sephiroth which is something mm-hmm. i never thought could mm-hmm. even happen but that's something obviously i was superbly happy about yep. seeing joker from persona yep. get in yep. i mean I, I, this game is the best game ever made it's my hands down the best smash game ever made hands down no debate i know there's some melee lovers out there i don't care Melee lovers, take a hike. All right. It's ultimate. So, all day, every day.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this then, Roger. I think <laughs> yeah. there's there's a great kind of question or commentary yeah. in our chat here as well. Then is so, and of course, who's next then?
3: So I have I have a very strong prediction. I'm gonna say yeah. this. So you know how in the Sakurai presents, we got the Capcom costumes. We got Monster mm-hmm. Hunter, pretty much the confirming Monster Hunter with the Me Fighter, and then Arthur yeah. from Ghosts and Goblins, by the yeah. way, very cool. Ghost mm-hmm. and Goblins Resurrection. We'll talk about it later. But anyway, mm-hmm. you get those characters. That says to me, most likely we're not going to get another Capcom character. So I'm going to write off Dante, pretty much all the other ones right now. I want Phoenix Wright really badly. I don't think it's going to happen at this point. So I'm just going to put that aside. Okay. Remove Capcom from it. The final character, if what Sakurai said is true, and these are the actual last two that they're doing of the fighter passes, the last character's got to be big, right? Mm -hmm. It's got to be big. There are truly only two characters I could think of that would fit that final box. And that's Sora from Kingdom Hearts and Master Chief from Halo. Those two right there are the absolute biggest I could think of internet shattering type character reveals that they could do. So yep. I think one of the two of them is probably the last one. So that leaves this like weird open box for number five that's coming up. I'm and still I'm still rooting thinking about for stuff- Konami
2: Man from like the old track and field game.
3: <laughs> Konami Man would be cool. But <laughs> I'm thinking about stuff that's happening this year. And I'm thinking about things that were not in the base game of Smash Ultimate that Sakurai is rectifying with this DLC. There wasn't a lot of Xenoblade 2 music. He rectified that with this. Arms and Xenoblade 2 were both a little too new. He rectified it, right? He, we only had like four Final Fantasy 7 tracks, Sephiroth and all the Final Fantasy 7 stuff. He's doing this with every single one of all the different franchises that are in the game. There is one, one franchise, one major franchise that barely has any remixes in this game doesn't have any new stages only has two rehash stages and didn't even bring back they brought back like the one from wii u that wasn't even that good i think the next character the fifth character is going to be a sonic character and here's who i think it's going to be sonic is the only other major third-party franchise i could think of right now that's not capcom that I think could have a character in the game that already is a pre-existing franchise that could really make waves in terms of a recognizable huge character. Mm-hmm. And there's two right now that I'm thinking of. There's Dr. Eggman, which could play up on all the villain stuff they've been doing with this game. Mm-hmm. You know, Sephiroth, King K Rule, all these characters getting their own villain trailers. Could be that. Or they could go with Tails. Because Tails is very recognizable. Tails is the Luigi to Sonic's Mario. Tails is starting his own games before. Tails doesn't have, I mean, they have spirits in the game, but realistically, again, spirits don't deconfirm anything. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the way that Tails can play and the interesting things he could do with him and the fact that this year is a Sonic anniversary and the anniversary game that was going to get announced last year that got delayed due to COVID is getting announced this year and there's a second Sonic movie in development, and Sega obviously has a good relationship with Nintendo. It is wild to me that there's only one Sonic character with no remixes in a game in which we have two, not just Final Fantasy characters, but Final Fantasy seven characters. Mm. And so I, I really strongly believe number five is going to be a Sonic character. Mm. And, uh, I, I, like I said, I think it could go. right now. I think it's Eggman or I think it's Tails. I think if it's Eggman, I could see them doing something similar to Bowser Jr., where, you know, Bowser Jr. is in his little clown car. And I could see it being where the base form would be Eggman in, like, the classic circle mech that he floats around in. And that all his side B moves summon the different mechs from the different games. So he does his down B and he gets the legs from Sonic 2 and then shoots a rocket. You know, he gets his up B and he gets the little propellers. His side B's maybe the drill arms and the little, you know, circular balls from Mm -hmm. Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. So I think they could do something really interesting there with like a character in a mech. Um whereas with Tails, I think one you get another really fast character, light character, character that it's more of a brawler character, not a sword fighter character. They could potentially add like the guns and all the different abilities that Tails has, the different mechs. Um and I just think the options are there for either a brawler or a gunner type character when we already have so many sword characters that have been added with DLC. And uh, and again, they're just they're iconic. And I can sort of already see the trailer in my head, right? I mean, we just got Sephiroth right before Pyra and Mithra, yeah. and we already have that classic bum, 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 you know, with the heroes and the villains. Mm-hmm. I would be, I wouldn't be surprised, I should say, if we see an addition to that with Cloud and Sephiroth, you get another extra little bum on the very end of the chord. Screen cuts out, and then you hear, ha! uh sonic the time is now and then you see it's he's it's actually the whole thing has been on a screen of eggman's right the death egg yeah. or something and he goes on this whole thing about wanting the chaos emeralds and stealing it from sonic yada 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 and then i could actually even see uh sakurai fake uh doing like a little bit of a fake out a little bit of punk fake mm-hmm. but what we end up seeing is you think it's eggman the whole trailer goes on he's like oh i'm stealing the chaos emerald all this stuff and eggman shows up and he's in his mech And he's on the death egg, and he's going Sonic. This is it! I'm stealing your Smash invitation. And right as he's about to shoot Sonic, Tails flies in, steals the invitation, stands down with Sonic, and he's like, "You're not going anywhere." And they take down Eggman. And like what they did with the SNK invite. Exactly, exactly where they're stealing the invites, and then you get revealed that not only is Tails the character, but the stage involves Dr. Eggman, that Dr. Eggman is the stage hazard of whatever the stage is. Mm -hmm. Because I don't necessarily see Tails being a stage hazard, but I see Dr. Mm -hmm. Eggman being one. And I could see them doing something similar to Dr. Wily with the uh, Mega Man stage. Mm -hmm. And basically implementing Dr. Eggman in the background of like a death egg or some other type of Dr. Eggman laboratory facility, maybe even like chemical plant zone. There's so many iconic Sonic areas they could do. I could see them putting, uh, you know, Dr. Eggman in there, having his different mechs, having him be the background hazard, and then again, Tails stealing away his invitation, and that'll be that. So wouldn't, wouldn't I, I, I strongly like Sonic.
2: When you mentioned the Sonic franchise, Mecca says, or Rouge, oh, wait, smashes for good boys and girls. Like, like, <laughs> right, I don't think Rouge is getting in there. <laughs> yeah, R- Rouge and Mai will hide in the corner. Rouge and Mai can hide in the corner, that's right. Exactly. And, wow. you know, you bring up Rouge, and that's the
3: other thing, too, is, again, thinking about all the things that is trying to rectify with this DLC, right? Not only is there sort of a lack of really good Sonic remixes... And a Sonic stage that doesn't just look like a stereotypical Green Hill Zone or Woody Hill Zone, especially when there's so many cool environments in the Sonic franchise they could do with outer space and with chemical plants, Aquapolis, you know, all these other places. Um, I could totally see him doing a really awesome spirit board as well, because obviously they all come with their own spirit boards. And I could see them doing like an anniversary spirit board with all of the different bosses throughout the quote unquote generations. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we get all of them
1: implemented into Smash, too. So I really, I strongly believe one of the two is a Sonic rep.
4: Yeah,
1: awesome. I, uh, the chat was saying Crash. I've heard, I've heard lots of rumors of Crash. Sure, right. Sure, That's that'd be cool. another big one. Of yeah. course, someone's, someone's mentioning here Waluigi, of course. Of course, uh, right where would that happen? <laughs> um, let me ask you this question. Hey, can Roger. I say
0: something real quick about Waluigi? No, we don't pay one. you to
1: say stuff. Moving oh, forward. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, ahead, while, Let's Waluigi, it, Let's I wouldn't it,
0: be surprised that if after, even though we're done with the Fighter Pass two, that yeah. at the end. He does a one more thing and it's Waluigi.
3: I also think that is a possibility. I think he's not lying when he says we're done with fighter passes. I think we are going to be done. Okay. But what I think he's going to do, especially because we haven't really seen any of these with DLC, is I think he's going to do standalone Echo Fighters coming up in the near future. Oh, and okay. the reason I say that is because there's a game and a franchise that is huge for Nintendo that is getting a new iteration next year that just got announced with Splatoon 3. That is the perfect opportunity to throw a very easy Echo Fighter of Inkling in there, but have it be Octoling instead. Mm -hmm. So you have the Octolings, you've got the new weapons and the new stuff from Splatoon 3, you put in a Splatoon 3 stage, but you make it a standalone thing. You know, because that's how Smash 4 was. Smash 4, they were just doing one character at a time. They didn't commit to anything. And I think that might be what they're going to do moving forward with Ultimate, because Ultimate's obviously hugely
2: successful. They're making a lot of money. It's got a massive install base. I did find it weird that you know, they put, spent a lot of time explaining what an Echo Fighter was back when Smash was originally announced. Right. And then they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. You get Ken and Lucina and Dark Pit. And Daisy. <laughs> and
3: Daisy, And Cloud, yeah. Daisy. That's right. I guess yeah. there are a couple. And Dark Samus. I guess there's six of them. But they That's didn't do really anything
2: much. else besides what yeah. they announced that day.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're
2: right.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking more of like the, you know, the Piranha Plant, how they started off. the fighter passes they gave everybody the Prana plant and then i was thinking maybe they'll end it with you know we'll go we'll do one last free fighter that everybody can get and that's gonna be cool it'd be especially
3: cool if it was waluigi after like you know you get the bonuses for (laughs) buying the fighter passes yeah now it's like you get the me fighter costumes that would be really funny if like if you own them both then you automatically get Waluigi for free. Thanks for buying
0: us. Here's Waluigi. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And I think Waluigi could have a really funny trailer too, because he's obviously already an assist trophy in the game. So I could see them do something where like, you know, they're on the map. Somebody picks up an assist trophy and then it's not working. And they're like shaking the assist trophy to try to make it work. And then you just see the crack on the trophy and then Waluigi punches through. And then it says like Waluigi cheats his way in or something. (laughs)
1: Yeah. oh man that's and that's yeah fantastic stuff um yeah check out myra uh mithra myra um, pyra and pyra and pyra pyra and pyra and mithra in uh smash out now again fantastic fantastic uh characters to play with and of course if you haven't xenoblade chronicles 2 check it out you should play Mm -hmm. it it's it's Mm -hmm. awesome it's really really well done Uh, i was i was kind of actually hoping that it was maybe and to be honest i saw it maybe like a new dlc like for uh, like like Golden Torna, another standalone. A lot of people thought
0: that. That's what, that's what we were talking were, about.
1: Yeah, we were like, yeah. no, it's, 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 I was like, another DLC for it? And then also, like, <laughs> yeah. also selfishly, what's Monolith been doing? Well, we know what they've been doing. So they've been helping with Breath of
3: the Wild well, 2.
2: They're with- yes. open about that.
3: that. They've <laughs> been hiring a second team for that. But we also know they have a dedicated team currently working on a new IP there that they've been working on since Xenoblade 2, not Torna, since Xenoblade 2, Ended development. So Which we're most 20, likely going to... That was 2017. 17. Was it 17? Yeah, because the Switch came out in 2017. And it came out wow. in November. Yeah yeah. 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 And that's actually in 2018, early 2018 is when you saw the concept art of like the medieval character with the giant flag. Have you guys seen this? Like the monolith soft concept art of their I don't new know game? If I have.
0: I might. Yeah. We might have, but it's been so long. I mean, it's been
3: years. But basically, yeah. it looks like an open world game in like a medieval setting. And mm. the main character is a girl who looks like a knight with a giant flag on her back. It looks yeah. awesome. Uh, but they have not shown anything else of that. And so my assumption is by the like, second half of this year, we're probably going to see whatever that game is. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah that's fair enough. Well, excellent. Well, speaking of games, we also have to wait for this year. Yes. One, maybe another one early 2022. Uh, Pokemon, right? As you yes. all know, obviously, obviously, all are aware, I'm the big Pokemon fan here. Um, but I did <laughs> sit down and watch. I watched the event uh, that was held on uh, February 26th. great great promo video right of course it is sizzle reel i loved it um i talked a little bit more about pokemon snap um here's the thing when this game drops i'm not picking it up i don't care much for it but i'm going to tell you my social media our social media feed is going to be just blitzed with everybody taking photos in that photo editor mode oh my gosh (laughs) like that is going to like that is going to wreck uh social media i think collectively absolutely Um, you're uh roger jumping into pokemon snap snap of course no doubt about it i've already committed
3: to a full playthrough on the channel yeah i mean (laughs) i I grew up i grew up loving pokemon snap i have very fond memories of pokemon snap um i got my cartridge stolen at a blockbuster i went to one of the machines and then i was there with my dad and someone walked by and stole the cartridge while we were going to rent a different game so i mean like i have have a lot i have stories about pokemon snap there was a a brief side note story when i was a kid um I had this thing called the croup. Do you know what the croup is?
1: I've heard of it. It's a coughing so it's been, thing, is that right? Yeah, it's like it. a
3: weird coughing thing, right? Where uh, the only way to sort of stop it is you have to breathe in really hot air or really cold air. And this was, like, this was like February or January, I forgot, but I was little and I had an N64. And my mom was freaking out, but my dad knew what it was because I guess he had it when he was growing up. And he was like, oh, he's going to be fine. Just stick his head out the window. And so we were in my, my bathroom. And I stuck my head out the window and I was breathing in the cold February air, but my mom called the paramedics. And so these, these two guys come on over from the fire department, and which was like right down the block from my childhood house. And they come by and they check on me to see if like, you know, I'm still OK or like if they need to do anything. And I was sitting in my room because to calm me down, my parents said, go turn on the Nintendo. So I was sitting in my room on the floor, on the carpet, playing Pokemon Snap on the N64. The game was relatively new at the time. It had only been out for like a couple months or so. And this paramedic guy, uh, guy, he was like a paramedic or fireman or whatever, comes in, <laughs> sits down next to me and goes, yo, kid, what are you playing? And he sat and while I, they were still checking on me to make sure I was okay. He was sitting there playing Pokemon Snap with me. So I have lots of memories <laughs> of like, this nice. new recruit to the fire department coming down and playing Pokemon Snap with me as a That's kid. Awesome. So. And of course, I, I like, I just love the idea of the game. I like seeing Pokemon in their natural environment. I still own the original player's guide. I own my original cartridge. I've been waiting for a sequel. I thought Wii U would have been perfect for one with the Mm -hmm. gamepad, and they never did it. So I thought, well, it's never going to happen. But um, yeah, day one, I will be live streaming, which is a month from now on. but It comes out. I've waited two decades for a new Pokemon Snap game, and it comes out in a month. Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. They've done a great job of that. Like, oh, and by the way, it's coming up really quickly. Yeah. You know, what's one thing? One of the things I really admire and respect for Nintendo is they do like a. It's available in six months or available in three months. It's the best. Except the thing is, they they when they when they don't do that and they decide to give you the long look, they typically miss. They typically (laughs) miss. (laughs) That is true. Metroid Prime Four. Metroid. (laughs) Yeah. Metroid Prime Four. That's right. The Wild. Right. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Now, of course, another couple big big things that were announced here. Gen 4 remake, Pokemon Bright Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl coming out late November 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, just mark your calendar. This is your holiday title. You're getting it. Black Friday, right? This is exactly where it's going to go. This is developed by ILCA. Um, uh, Previously, they developed Pokemon Home. It's kind of got a little bit of a Link's Awakening style, a little bit, kind of a little bit chibi look to it. Um, Battles are in a sword switch engine uh roger how'd this land with you yeah i liked it totally
3: um yeah i I wasn't really expecting anything else i I went in there going okay we're gonna get a gen 4 remake there's no doubt about it. it's about time and uh, yeah i i think the look of the characters are a little weird like when you look at them close up they look Mm -hmm. like the little people toys from fisher price Uh, if you just look up fisher price little people you'll know exactly what i'm talking about um they look like that but when you're further away, right? When the camera actually steps away from the characters themselves and you're looking at the environments, I like that they're keeping the scale pretty much one-to-one. Mm-hmm. And it really just looks like a DS game in HD. So I'm yeah. all here for it.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And okay. I love Gen 4 is like one of my favorite Pokemon generations too. So I'm super excited to replay that. Nice. Yeah. And I know that there was a ton of people that were super hyped for this one, right? And this oh, has yeah. kind of been the rumor for a while. They're like, Gen yeah. 4, it's a remake. Yeah, yeah. So no one I think was shocked about this. But the real right. surprise, the real oh, look at that! Tim's look at got that, it right there. The original Pearl, look at that. Original DS, <laughs> right next to Line Rider. In I, your, yeah, <laughs> in here here's a here's a quick question, Roger. Five years ago, would you have been playing Diamond and Pearl? Of course,
3: yeah, hundred percent. Yeah? I yeah. think
1: our first episode, you were chatting about it.
3: I uh, kid you not. F- no, 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 no. Hold on. What's so wait a minute? Seven years ago. Uh, seven years ago. Okay, so I moved to LA five years ago. So 2014, oh, like six years ago now. Well, no, mm-hmm. Jesus, no, 2014, summer 2014, and now it's 2021. Oh my God. Um, no, but I'm thinking about it. The game that would have been the most recent when I moved here was X and Y. Oh, that was that the was most good. recent. And then, and then back when I was still writing with VG Tribune and we were hosted on VG Tribune and all that stuff, that was, um, I did the the review for Black and White. That was like oh, one of the okay. first full fledged reviews we did with like Nintendo review copies was black okay. and white. Um, yeah, Diamond and Pearl would have been right before that when I was in high school. Yeah.
4: Okay,
1: okay, because so I remember I remember our first time we had you on because uh, obviously Jesse and and Zach had known sure. you and I of was course. like you were talking Pokemon and I was like I don't I'm, I'm like I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Sure, there. but I remember it was one of those one of those ones and I was like yeah. hmm, I wonder if that was it. Yeah, but I digress. Pokemon, arc. Arceus? Arceus, Arceus, Arceus. Yeah, this looks Arceus. cool. Yeah. This looks really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Open world Pokemon of the wild. That's what we're. This getting. is what everyone's been. This is what everyone's been clamoring <laughs> yeah. for, right? Yeah. Okay. This well, is the kind of stuff notes. I like Thanks very much. <laughs> this is
0: the kind of stuff I like when when Nintendo does this, and obviously this is Pokemon, right? Uh, so, yeah. but when they do two things that uh, people want, right, instead of trying to please. Well, it is pleasing everybody, um, majority, but it's like, okay, we know everybody wants a Gen 4 remake, so let's do that. And we know that people want a Pokemon in a open-world type setting, so right, let's do right. that. Rather than trying to cram it all into one, they decided to do two different things. Um which is something when i like it when these companies do that type of thing they're trying to yeah. please everybody in those two different areas.
3: And i am obviously i'm super excited to play it like the the main thing with me is i'm actually more excited for the diamond pro remakes than i am for this. I'm more excited for the potential of Pokemon Legends because the way that this is being set up is that this is going to be a sub series. That it's part mm-hmm. of the core series of Pokemon, but that we're, there's going to be other Pokemon Legends games in the future. Mm-hmm. Which says to me, okay, if they're going to the past of Sinnoh, And you think of the stories of all the other Pokemon games, X and Y, the whole crux of the story of that game was the ancient Kalos war that wiped out the region. The uh, in Johto, right? The whole thing in Johto was the burned tower legend with Lugia and Ho-Oh with the the legendary dogs and how Lugia and Ho-Oh took down the tower and Ecruteak City became what it was. That right there, there was is like a future the big, Pokemon
2: Legends game. right? And There I mean, was a war in, in Kanto yeah, that Surge exactly. Talked, referenced.
3: Exactly, yeah. Lieutenant Surge referenced the war. You've got uh, stuff in Hoenn that leads to like space stations in outer space with Deoxys being the legendary. They could do a far future one at some point. So I think the thing for me that this is telling me is that they sort of want to slow down from the two generations every cycle that they've been doing probably because I mean, we're at like what a thousand Pokemon at this point. I mean, it's getting to be a little much.
4: And I think they're like, all right, well, what would, yeah.
3: So what would be the best way to sort of slow things down without like cheaping out and just continuing to just remake the same game? It would be to revisit these different areas that have so much lore in different time periods and, you know, really kind of mix things up, you know, throw in starters from different regions, Pokemon from different regions, explore, you know, the history of these legendary Pokemon and why they're so cool. Um, so I'm yeah I'm all for it I think the idea is great the footage looked a little rough I'll say it looked a little rough the two Fps chingling floating around in the background
4: no no <laughs> about all that
3: but um you know it's early this is the earliest we've ever seen a Pokemon game and I'm excited like you said for the concept of an open world Pokemon the game I just think it's it's been time we've been waiting for this I'm excited to see it and I'm just I'm happy they're trying something different
1: you know mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I thought they did a great job. I thought the trailer looked fantastic. And I think yeah. the the internet kind of collectively lost their mind. Uh, yeah. Also, this is like early 2022. Which um, is
3: also weird that they committed to early yeah. 2022. They could have yeah. just said 2022. But they said early, which says to me that there's going to be a huge holiday game next year that they do not mm-hmm. want to compete with.
1: Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I thought I wouldn't be shocked if we if we don't see at about the same place. Where we're going to see Pokemon Snap end of April. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just kind of, yeah. kind of from a timing I, I, right, because a lot of things don't go in Q one. Q one, Q one is kind of still the the quiet zone. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, my my concern is because I, I had this problem, which is the reason why I didn't play Black and White. It's because I got so burned out in Gen four. Is it if they get too close? I don't know if I'm going to want to play our Ar- Legends Arceus. If sure. I've been playing mm-hmm. Diamond and Pearl. Uh, Diamond and Pearl for two months. Yes.
3: I think the thing is gameplay wise, they look very very different because i know they they showed like the little snippet of what looks like turn-based that game is not turn-based i don't care what they're telling people that game is not turn-based that game is an action rpg very clearly you can see there's like a dodge roll with the characters i'm sure there's going to be like extra mobility things kind of especially considering how breath of the wild was where you have mounts and you're running around the map and climbing and things i'm sure they're going to do the exact same thing with this um and even the mechanics of catching the pokemon right it's like you just pull out the Pokemon and throw it at them. There, it didn't look like there was actually a battle there. It looks like the battles were between Pokemon that you're not necessarily catching, but like battles on the field. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm fascinated to see what's going to end up happening.
1: Roger, you made a very interesting statement there about kind of the similarities that we see with Breath of the Wild, right? And I think yeah. that's the first thing people say is it's like, oh, it's it's Breath of the Wild, right? And like yeah. the opening cinematic, you even kind well, of felt they clearly, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: The same do you cameras think zoom. Do you yeah,
1: do yeah. you think their statement of late or early 2022 for this game gives more credence that we're more likely to see Breath of the Wild in 2021 because so that they're not competing in that kind of like for like commentary. Yeah,
3: I mean to be honest with you, I think in a non-COVID world, I assumed Breath of the Wild 2 would have been the 2020 holiday game. And yeah. I think that would have launched alongside Switch Pro or whatever, new Nintendo Switch, Super Switch, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I still wholeheartedly believe that. I think this new Breath of the Wild game will most likely launch alongside whenever we get a new Nintendo yeah. Switch. Maybe the new Switch comes earlier, right? Maybe it comes out earlier than a lot of us are anticipating. But I feel like the game that's really going to take advantage of the system is going to be Breath of the Wild too. And going back to what we saw with this trailer, a lot of people were saying, man, Legends looks kind of rough. You know mm-hmm. things are choppy well who's to say this game is not being developed knowing switch pros coming out right. and that they're like well we don't want to give this away we're gonna to have to show and obviously all the switch programs are going to work on the switch so you have to make it work anyway mm-hmm. so they probably were like let's just show the switch version yeah and that's probably what we saw we probably saw an early alpha switch version of legends which will most likely be way prettier and on the pro when yeah. it comes out in next year yeah
1: yeah yeah interesting Great, great stuff there, uh, and of course we'll keep our eyes uh, yes. open for that. We're going to talk about Switch Pro and like actually, sure. Look at Roger. Look, let's 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 talk Switch Pro. Will we? Let's go just We're going to jump notes here. All right. Yeah. Uh, Bloomberg posted an article on March 3rd stating that the new Nintendo Switch will be announced later this year. A couple of quick little things. They claim that Samsung display company will be beginning mass production of new 7-inch OLED capable 720p resolution as early as June this year with initial target month launch of a, a million units with shipments to Nintendo starting in July. Uh, so reportedly supporting a 4K output for the dock. Expected release around holiday season. Makes um, sense. We'll just sit in that pocket.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, that makes sense. If they expect to release this holiday season, then I think that answers your question. Yeah, Breath of the Wild 2 is probably the holiday game. That, that yeah. says to me, you know, especially if you have Breath of the Wild 2 and... Diamond and Pearl remakes coming out this holiday season. Money. money Switch money. is going to kill. Yeah. So I'm uh, yeah, I am I'm wondering then if they're gonna ramp a production for July. They haven't said what's happening, you know, late this year. I sort of wrote off during that Nintendo Direct when Onuma said you're gonna find out more information about it later this year. Mm-hmm. I kind of wrote off that it was gonna be this year. Mm-hmm. But hearing that, and then the rumors about like Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess, and of course this being the big anniversary year, it would make sense for them to maybe just hold their cards close until they're absolutely ready to confirm that it's going to be this year. Yeah. But yeah, I mean a holiday launch alongside Breath of the Wild 2 would be uh yeah. Perfect. I mean literally, I can't think of a better holiday lineup for them other than Breath cuz you would have Breath of the Wild 2, you mm-hmm. would have Diamond Pro remake, mm-hmm. potentially more information on Metroid Prime 4 and Bayonetta mm-hmm. by that point. Mm-hmm. For sure, the rest of the fighter pass for Smash Bros will be out mm-hmm. by then. Mm-hmm the second wave of the first year of animal crossing. So they're obviously going to push that again, but my guess is they're going to do like new holiday events moving into the second year. So they're going to do another push for animal crossing, continuing the push of the Mario games, right? We still have all these Mario games development. Splatoon three is coming 2022 and monster hunter rise comes out this month as well. So, and, and, and it. what is that Mario team doing? That's the other thing too. Well, I assumed they were maybe working on Bowser's fury
1: Five hour, ten hour game, but Roger. Sure, I feel, I, will, like well, I feel like that's I feel like that's the B tier.
3: No. I feel like that's a B team. I will say this, it certainly doesn't feel like a B tier because I'm somebody no. who no, I've I don't said this. That. I and many people know this. I've talked about this before. I'm not the biggest Mario fan of the world. I know that's blasphemous to say, as a quote unquote on Nintendo this week, brand ambassador on this week of all weeks. I but I truly, I don't care about Mario that much at all. I never have. I grew up, I was a Sonic kid. Even though I had N64, I never cared about Mario games that much. And the ones that I like are usually the ones that a lot of people don't like. I love Mario Sunshine. Obviously, I love the Galaxy games and I love the original Mario World, but I did not like 3D World the first time I played it. I still don't like 3D Land. Mario 64, I don't think has aged particularly well. There's a lot of Mario games that I'm like, you know, I kind of stare clear from. Um, and so I wasn't really fully expecting to love Bowser's Fury, and man, I'll tell you, I ate That's that game good. up. I a won hundred percent of that game. It was the perfect amount of time for me. Ten hours is like great. I was able to explore. I loved just the regular gameplay loop that you get in and finding a little Shine Sprite. Going, oh, I'm going to go to the other area, get different Cat Shine. Bowser comes up. You're summoning with the Amiibo. You're switching out. You know, you're trying to time. Oh, there's a cat shine over here, but Bowser's going to come up over here. So I'm going to jump to this area to get this and wait until he comes up and then grab it and then send him away. As It was just perfect. And I mm-hmm. hope that game is a litmus test for what Odyssey two is going to be because yeah. I enjoy Odyssey, but I think looking back on it, I don't like it as much as I think I did the first time I played it. Mm-hmm. I think there's some Mario games that I can go back and play them and be like, Oh, this is still awesome. Like galaxy or sunshine. Uh, whereas, You know, Odyssey, maybe not as much, because a lot of Odyssey is like, you get a moon for literally walking into the sand. You get a moon for looking behind something. And this game felt like the perfect mix between exploration, jumping between very clear levels, right? But leaving whatever those objectives are and exploring with Bowser, breaking certain blocks. And just, I don't know, it was a nice gameplay loop. And it felt to me more of like what I think the Odyssey team was trying to do with an open world Mario and what I want to see them do with a future Odyssey game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and I, when I say this, I, I don't think I don't think it was a B tier delivery, but that felt right. like it was like a, sure, proje- sure, sure. a small, a smaller project team probably did that where the rest of them were doing something else. Sure. Uh Tim, okay. how do you sit with this idea of like a new switch model now? Do you, what do you
4: think?
0: Well, it was one of my predictions for 2020. I thought we would get it, you know, but, uh, with COVID I pushed that prediction to be 2021 thinking that it would be out this year Yeah. with all the, you know, we always say whatever wherever there's smoke, there's fire. So there's so many rumors. There's so many things going on. And even the new one today about the, um, game reactors post about NVIDIA to stop switches, SOC production this year. So, um, it, what are they going to use after that? So a lot of hmm. the speculation behind, you know, they're going to have to put out some a new switch and yeah. do kind of like a, you know, a new 3ds, new 2ds release, uh where they'll do you know the switch, the Super Switch and the S- Switch Lite, Super Switch Lite, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, launching simultaneously, different, you know, the the with the new chipset. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm looking at it trying to trying to put my, you know, business Justin hat on, you know, um, and trying to look at it from a business perspective. What would Nintendo do in this in this type of thing? And, yeah, of course, we've seen them mention before. No, we don't have any new hardware. And then, boom, all of a sudden there's new hardware. Yeah. So um, we can't take in their in word for ass. that. But, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. obviously, they're going to tell us that, like we said before, because they, they don't want anybody to not buy their current Switch. Yeah. So I – foresee it definitely for before the end of the year probably a holiday thing and i agree with roger said about it being with uh with uh breath of the wild too
1: yeah yeah i think the other interesting thing that that we we've read a lot of or seen a lot of is that at no point do they really talk about changing the form factor so right. a lot of people are like well so what does that actually mean you're talking with the screen really what that means if you look at your current switch
0: mm-hmm. take
1: your screen and basically push it all the way to the bezel
0: yeah it's gonna be, all the that, way. that's why you yeah, got Samsung. The, way to the bezel that's Why it, yeah. do you think they ordered the Samsung OLEDs right? Because way. Samsung yeah. knows how to do push the screen limits to the bezel. Yeah. And then that way you can keep that keep the same form factor yeah. but fit it in there. So yeah. and,
1: and so, so and so, th- so the joy <laughs> still work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All your original Joy-Cons, yeah. I'm sure, will work. Yeah. And yeah. that's exactly it. I think there's a lot then of things. And even
0: do a pro Joy-Con, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Well, I, I think mean, they do
3: need to also update the Joy-Cons, considering that. the drifts and stuff, yeah. Yeah. for sure. So I think they do need to do that. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Thankfully, I, I haven't perfect. had the issue as much as a lot of other people. Um, I think I've had two sets that have drifted. My original, original set that I got, like my my pre-launch Switch Joy-Cons. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's the arms one, the yellow arms one. Mm-hmm. Those were drifting as well, but all my other ones are fine.
4: So.
0: Yeah, I had a speculation on that that it that in my own household, my original OG ones lasted longer than my kids because mm. of my kids being well, specifically my younger son. You know, the boys are dirty, so
4: <laughs> he sure <laughs> he is. A,
0: I mean, he know,
3: even <laughs> he was saying that Pyro and Myth were really hot. So, I <laughs> yeah. know
0: <that> <laughs> so but I mean, Not you know, dirty, it's. Just uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he eats around it, you know, and so sure. there could be, you know, any type of particles that can get in there and stuff sure, like that. Sure, so his sure. drifted to where mine took for a very long time before they ever did. And then it's an easy fix with the you know, using a, you know contact cleaner. So um, for the most part, I've heard people where that didn't work, but still it's yeah. I think it has something to do with with that design. Particles are getting in there a lot easier and causing the drift. And then if you just spray something in there, it ends up doing very well and cleaning it out. And then you're, you're fine for a while again. So yeah, yeah. you get another particle in it. And
1: and I I think this is, you know, I think this, this completely makes sense for, for Nintendo. Um, the hardware is that, you know, and I'm, I'm rocking an OG switch we're four years out, right? Oh. That batteries, the battery has batteries have improved. chipsets have improved, you know, Wi-Fi receivers, everything have improved. So we're not talking about, you know, everyone wants to keep calling it like the switch pro it's not really that really what it is is kind of the next iteration do you know what i mean it's the next it looks like, it's
2: it's more like a, a fresh it's A refresh, yeah. that's exactly yeah. it, yeah.
1: So, but 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 also refreshing with like 2020 technology, right? And, and I think that's that's success. smart to do
3: that too, considering the fact that like switch is obviously selling gangbusters, yeah. They still have not dropped unbelievably, no. they have not dropped the price of the original Nintendo Switch, not once. So, that says to me that there'll probably be a price drop for those original switches coming to the holiday dropped the season. Price of the
2: Wii U either, in, in its entire well, life. to be
3: fair, I mean, the Wii U was a I mean, they needed to never drop the price for that. that was, they yeah.
1: needed their money. They yeah, They, they were hoping they for every million. one they sold, they made right. like double the price back. Right,
3: right, right. So that that's understandable. But I, I think uh, you know when you you look at all the systems they sold, you look at what they're saying for this year, how they want to surpass, and they're projecting to surpass the Wii's console sales. I mean, the Wii sold, what, like a hundred million or something? That was like 10 million. Yeah. So, the, it was
0: 101 million, I think. They're, yeah, they're going
3: to do it. I mean, there's 100. no doubt about it. They're going to do it this year. If you look at their financials, they've already passed the GBA. There, mm-hmm. there's only what 3D. They just passed the 3DS, I think, didn't they? So all that's left is the yeah. DS and the Wii. That's all that's left to pass. And I think if you pass the Wii this year and Maybe. you've got another two years with the Switch beyond next year, they're passing the DS. It's going to be their most successful system of all time.
0: Well, something right we there. have to yep. keep in mind too is remember that they, you know, they only have this one system now. Right. Where exactly. before it was Wii U and 3DS. Exactly. So I think that we all, when we're looking at the numbers, I think it's we have to look at them in combination. Look sure. at the Wii U and 3DS because you're
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: at that time it was a home system and a, sure. a portable system in sure. two separate categories. Now it's hybrid. Yeah. So. Yeah, we passed the Wii U, obviously, but did we pass the 3DS? I think we did, right? So, but yeah. in the combination yeah. of those two, because it's like they don't have that other pillar anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think, think it was. is.
3: It's it's really smart. I think that they did it now having seen some of those financials because like Mm -hmm. Zelda Breath of the Wild is now the best-selling Zelda game pretty much of all time. You've got Sword and Shield, Mm -hmm. which despite the controversy is now the third best-selling Pokemon game of all time. The only games beyond it are during the height of the Pokemon phenomenon, 98 to 2000 with Gen 1 and 2, right? So you've got Mm -hmm. Mario Odyssey, the best-selling 3D Mario game. You've got all, all of these different tentpoles that they're hitting with the Switch, and you've now got this massive install base, why would you move on from this system? Like, obviously, do sequels for all the games that were successful. Do more DLC for the games you already have out there. Do, you know, more Pokemon games. They have two Pokemon games already in development right now. Like, we're we're going to be with the Switch for a long time. And, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm ready for the refresh. I'm excited
4: for it.
0: And we can always look to the what they did with the DS line, right? Yeah. The DS to the DSi to the 3DS to the new 3DS yeah. and the 2DS. Yeah. You know, all those different things. Um, and I'm of- personally fine with that. I mean, I, yeah. I
3: like having only one system. I like not having to split. I like having the option to play on my TV and yeah. play at home. And uh, I know I'm in the minority here, but like I genuinely play, <laughs> even though I have a lot of TVs, <laughs> I genuinely only play in handheld mode when I'm just like, sitting around playing a game. I like sitting yeah. on the couch watching TV or watching a podcast or something and then playing
0: in my handheld mode. And it, I, just, I like it. And so. Nintendo knows this because of the yeah, data of they collect. Who, of course. How many people are playing in handheld versus, you know, on the console. Yeah,
2: desktop, yeah. yeah I, had, I had notes saying that no Nintendo, you know, this is not including handhelds. No sure. Nintendo console has ever had a life cycle of more than six years. So most consoles have had a five-year life cycle with three exceptions and yes, and we had six years and Wii U had four and a half.
1: I th- yeah. And, and I, I mean, I, I think just because it's what it has had doesn't mean that we'll be continuing. Right. right? I well, think, things, I was think- what, was the, what was the life cycle what? of the Game Boy? <laughs> 25 years. Eight,
2: 88. <laughs> it's almost 13 years. Yeah. It was, it was like, like 88, me, 88.
3: So, to what? Like 2001. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that extensive. Right. Yeah. But I do think we're probably looking at a GBA to. DS but, level yeah. um, so, life cycle.
2: I, I added that because, you know, wh- one of the things that they said they want, they're expecting Nintendo to want out of this is to extend the life to at least mm-hmm. two years out. Sure. If we're already sure. looking at five years. Add two to that is seven. Yeah. Is seven, yeah. The, this is, that sounds the great. I mean, life cycle. Yeah. And in Xbox and PlayStation, both last two generations have all been seven years. So it yeah. kind of lines up. And we just got the PS5.
3: We just got the new Xbox. People still can't find the PS5, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's the shortages with the system. And to be honest, there's not a lot to plan it right now. We're at a point where, like, we, we still haven't really gotten a killer app for that, right? We got demon yeah. souls launched with it. We had miles Morales. You can play that on PS4. You know, you've got like final fantasy seven interlude coming out. That's also already on PS4. I think we're still like six months out from the huge exclusive PS5 game. That's really going to get a lot of people talking. I think like with, sort of the slow startup for the new Xbox and the new PlayStation, it's almost like buying Nintendo a lot of time where if they do upgrade these chipsets, there's potential maybe even for PS4 and Xbox One games to then be ported to the Switch. And that opens up a whole new can of worms where sure they'll always be one generation behind, but if they hit that mid-generation sweet spot like they did with the Switch and they just continue to do this and they release whatever, you know, the real Switch 2, when we actually get the next Mm -hmm. Switch, in like three, four years or whatever, that'll be about halfway through the life cycle of PS5 and Xbox. And that'll be perfect timing to then say, hey, you know, those early launch PS5, Xbox games, you can play them on our handheld now. (laughs) And it just restarts the whole thing over again.
4: Right, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I know that we all, I think some of us already have this list of like, what games do we hope to come to the Switch? Right. Yeah. That are Like like bug yeah. snacks is a great example. I'm like bug sure. snacks has got to come. Like it's you know, <laughs> that makes logical sense. Well, Dragon Ball Kakarot. I think that got
3: announced or leaked today. One of the two. That's coming to switch. Um I heard life one- is I heard life is strange. There's rumors that Life is Strange is coming as well. I know, yeah.
1: that could be real interesting.
3: The one the one I'm waiting for and holding out hope for still is near. I really want Nier mm. Automata to come to Switch. I think mm. that'd be such a great game to have on the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of things that are already announced that aren't on Switch, but will definitely come to Switch, I think that Ever Crisis Final Fantasy remake that's coming out for phones, mm. mm-hmm. where they're redoing Final Fantasy VII, but it's like actual yes. yes. Four Crisis, Crisis Core, and they're literally remaking it with the old blocky sprites, yes. but like in HD... Mm -hmm. I think even though they said it's mobile only right now, my guess is they said that about final fantasy pocket edition as well. And that came to switch. That was one of my comments on Twitter was that
0: that that's coming to switch. Oh, for sure. No (laughs) doubt about
3: it. Yeah, no doubt about it.
1: All right. Um, before we jump off to our, to our kind of what we've been playing and events, all that stuff and discussion, ladies and gentlemen, Yesterday was Mario's birthday. We can have a quick yes. little round the horn of how great Mario is, but Happy Mario Day. Yeah, happy Mario Day. Round of applause. Yay. Go get yourself a pizza. Ignore right. what I
3: said earlier. I actually <laughs> love Mario.
1: But yeah, how are you the Nintendo? How are you a Nintendo ambassador? And that's like I gotta Look, like if we had any sway, I got my mouth full of pie. I'm gonna say
3: it right now. They needed a guy who likes to anime
1: games. Right. Okay, that's fair the enough. <laughs> they said you like
3: Xenoblade Blade and Fire Emblem. They got me for that.
1: We have, we have no power or sway over Nintendo of America in any way, but if there was a letter, then I could write a message to somebody. <laughs> had some, I've had some DMs with Nick, the PR guy, but that's, you know, that's... All good. That's, that's good. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, as much as Mario Day was Wednesday and the internet was happy and celebrating, there were four things that took the internet by storm. A Leonardo, a Donatello, a Michelangelo, yes. and Raphael. Because yes. ladies and gentlemen... My 1990s hype level went off the chart when yesterday Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge was announced. And let me tell you, if you were a kid of the 80s and 90s like I was that lived and died on the NES and Super Nintendo Ninja Turtle games, this has sweet, sweet nostalgia written all over it. And put it in my blood and my veins right now because, dear Lord, I am in like Flynn Especially like with the developer track, of Streets right.
0: of Rage 4 doing it, you know, yeah. with them doing. Oh, it, yeah. That's amazing. And they yeah. did a great to,
1: job
3: on that. Not only did they do that, aren't those the guys behind Scott Pilgrim as well? So, like they know mm-hmm. how to do the beat-em-up mm-hmm. type games. I think those sites growing beat-em-ups, they've now they have a really nice pedigree. Yep. And yeah, I didn't grow up with the NES or Super Nintendo. I was an N64 kid, but it's yep. still the same kind of thing where I've played obviously the Super Nintendo Ninja Turtle games. I know how good they are. And I think if they're able to live up to that level of quality that nintendo seal of quality if yeah. you will uh, it's going to be
1: great the graphics i mean the graphics are looking oh, right ripped from the ripped from that generation yeah. the even the uh, the trailer they released has that kind of 80s cartoon look to it like oh yeah doing all the things right um there is no official date on this yet um but uh the developer um and publisher have put games on switch before this will definitely be coming this will be a release everywhere oh, yeah. Yeah. Big day, but man, let me tell you, I was over the moon hyped for this. Uh, around the horn, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle?
2: Leonardo, Donatello. Nice. I've always liked Donnie.
1: Yeah, I was going to say Donnie, Donatello as wow, well. Wow,
2: three Donatellas. I'm the sole Leonardo. Weird.
1: Unbelievable, yeah. <laughs> crazy. I think Marty would be a Michelangelo guy.
2: I was thinking he was we'd pick
1: Ralph, but uh, <laughs> I don't know.
2: We'll have to yeah. ask him.
1: <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is kind of the news we've gone well, around the horn well, on. Well, one,
2: one thing I wanted to mention, and I only added it here because of Roger, is, oh. uh, did you see the new trailer for The World Ends With You animation?
4: Oh, it looks
2: so good. It looks so good. And not only does the anime look good, the fact that we
3: are... Dude, this is what I'm talking about, man. I, they made 2021 for me. I waited 20 years for a new Pokemon Snap game. We're getting it in April. This summer... I'm getting a sequel, not a remake, not a remix. Point five, whatever Nomura likes to do with the Kingdom Hearts games. We're getting a Neo World Ends with you this summer, and an anime. I've been fed. I'm good. Pyranth, Mythra, and Smash Bros. I got a new anime. I got a new. I'm done.
2: I'm done. You can retire, I'm not going to make right? anything else ever again. I'm good. I'm I'm there day one, Jesse. I can't <laughs> wait to do live reactions. Wait, I so can't wait. For- Everyone else, um, the, the anime will start airing in Japan on April 9th, and yes. which will be available in other regions on the 10th. Yes. Nice. I'm I assuming wait. Crunchyroll or something that has in their I'd be shocked if it's not on it. Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice.
1: Excellent. All um, right. I'm fine. on watching that. Me too. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Hey, before we move on to our next topic, Roger in the pre-show, you mentioned you might have something to give away for our amazing Twitch folks. How do you want how do you want to I do, do this? So how here's how form? we're going to do this. All right.
3: So Nintendo
1: for my birthday,
3: sent me Apex Legends codes. So I had some Apex Legends. They're Apex, I almost said Apex V-Bucks, but they're not called (laughs) that. Apex (laughs) Apex coins, $20 worth of Apex coins. And they give me codes to give away in literally any fashion that I please. All I have to say is that these codes are provided by Nintendo. Hashtag free game, hashtag free product. So whoever ends up getting it, you got to say hashtag free product. Thank you, Nintendo. So this is a code for 20 Apex coins. All right. What I'm going to do at some point during the course of this live stream. So if you're watching this later as a VOD, I'm sorry, you're not eligible. At some point during this live stream, I'm going to drop this code in the Twitch chat, not the YouTube chat, in the Twitch chat. I'm going to put it in the Twitch chat. You got to be there. You got to have a tab open. If you're watching on YouTube, don't X out. Get them the YouTube views. Tab out. Have a Twitch thing. All right. I'm going to drop it in the Twitch chat. One, you can grab the code. Obviously, let us know if you grab it. And, uh, and then just tweet at me and at Nintendo dads saying, thank you for the $20 apex code hashtag free product. That's the drill. So I'm going to write this code out actually right now in the chat. And I'm not going to give it away. We, we could be talking about something completely different. We could be midway through a ghost and goblins discussion. Yeah. and I could just click that enter button. Boom. So I'm going to write it out right now. But you guys have to have your Apex, whatever it's called,
1: Apex storeroom. Yeah, Apex ready. account ready at the ready. Uh, at and just for those who are asking, no, no, Jesse, I and Tim are not eligible, so I'm not <laughs> going to be entering it. So knock it off. Um, Here we go. Yeah. So so go grab your switches, free product again. Thank you. It won't thank be you ready. Very the, much. The, I'm assuming
2: this would have required well, me to Nintendo. To have yeah, and Nintendo, of yep. course. I'm, I'm presuming this would have required me to actually download it. Order before yes. I could claim it. I think so. Which yeah. I have no yep. plans on downloading this. So and actually, is- I
3: think you, I th- I'm looking at this right. I think you enter it actually on the eShop. Oh, so, probably. And Apex is a free download. So I actually think it'll just give you coins to your account. Yeah. Um, so I think you can actually use this without.
0: If an account that says not Tim it. wins it, don't, that's not me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, not Tim. Tim, you got it. So $20. <laughs> yeah.
3: So it's, it's a Switch. Yeah. Switch eShop. Yes. $20 Apex coin code. North American.
4: North American.
1: Right now. Just kidding. It's not going live right now. I'm just trolling you. Yeah. But get North ready. American. Get ready. All right, uh, folks, that has been the news. Let's <laughs> discuss some. What is the thing we were going to discuss? Where did it go? Oh, my gosh. What have hey, we been playing? Oh, uh, let's hit a bumper. Let's hit a bumper. What have you been playing? Thank you, Roger.
5: It's like you've done you this before. It. Of course. <laughs> it's
1: like
2: I'm oh. used to being on the show. I, I, hit the of, I, I, I hit the list. I hit the let's discuss bumper,
1: thinking that's where you're going. But if we're going to go to, that, I know, no, let's go to what we've been playing. Roger, know. of course, you're our guest. What have you been playing?
3: I've been playing a lot on my Switch. This past two weeks, I have been playing a lot. I feel like just in terms of games that I enjoy, it's been a really good like month and a half. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, Bowser's Fury, I 100 of it. We already talked about that, so I won't talk about it. Played, I think, five hours of Bravely Default Two. Um, Mm. already thoroughly enjoying it. I'm not far enough in the story to to really like get into anything. Um, but I did the entirety of the prologue live on stream, got through the opening battle with Sir Sloan and the weird butler looking guy who's a monk. So I beat him. And, uh, and so now I'm into actually meat and potatoes of the game. I love the gameplay grind. I think it's awesome. Um, I like the originally bravely default, but I dropped it in the last act of the game. It was getting a little too grindy for me and I never went back to it and I never played end layer. So this is all pretty brand new territory for me, but I will say I am pleasantly surprised by how good the game looks. Because I remember seeing the trailers for barely Default 2 and being like, Ugh, this is not my cup of tea at all. Um, but actually the final game looks a lot better. I've, I've certainly gotten used to the uh, the Precious Moments dolls and the look of the, some of the characters. <laughs> Speaking of Precious <laughs> Moments dolls, while I'm saying that, uh, another game with Precious Moments characters have been playing a lot for no reason. Literally, I just had some points on my eShop, and I was like, I'm going to download this, it's on sale. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles HD. So this game came out last year, never had the opportunity to play it, I was busy playing other things. I have said, on the show even before, one of my absolute favorite GameCube games of all time is the original Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I love that game. Uh, I'm also one of those weirdos that didn't have friends, so I played it by myself, <laughs> and I loved it. I mean, I had friends, but I didn't have friends that have the play, cables, man. you know But, well... I actually, because I have such nostalgia for that original game, I thought, man, this isn't gonna age well. I should really find somebody to play online with. But I've been playing it in bed before I go to sleep every other night. And I gotta say, playing it single player, I'm still really loving it. I'm loving it. I love the environments, I think, are really good. The music's really good. Um, the boss battles, because it's like such a comfort food kind of game for me, it's great. I don't really have to think about it. I'm like, oh, I'm at the goblin wall. This is gonna be over here. I'm gonna grab this thing. Um, I like that they added voiceovers to it as well. That was something I didn't Know they had added to the game. And then all of a sudden, my characters are going Blizzara. And I'm like, whoa, that didn't happen in the GameCube game. So I've been playing a lot of Crystal Chronicles. And the primary thing, though, that I've been playing for the majority of my time over the past week and a half has been Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. Mm -hmm. Okay. This game rules. This game rules. I like Ghosts and Goblins, but I never loved Ghosts and Goblins. I just liked it. I liked the aesthetic of it. I thought it was cute. The picture book quality of the game, love it. Aesthetically, beautiful. It is brutally difficult. So, you already Mm. know I turned that off a legend. I went right to Squire. I wasn't going to be a baby. (laughs) I wasn't going to page mode. I want to still get the actual ending. So, I played on Squire and I beat the game two days ago. On my birthday, in the morning, I beat Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. I killed the devil. I threw a lance right in Lucifer's neck and I could not have been happier about it. That game from beginning to end was a lot of fun. The music is great. I think, uh, you know, the extra little things they added with the umbral bees to unlock different abilities was really cool. I played co-op with Reagan. So Mm. she was holding down like the shield button as I was going through the dragon battle. I just, I had a blast with that game. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with Sakurai. He mentioned it during the Sakurai Presents. He's like, I'm really yeah. happy. This is a series they're revitalizing. And yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's also apparently doing pretty well in terms of sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, from all fronts, I think a huge success. And I would love to see a continuation of Ghosts and Goblins in the future from this. I think the way they, you know, adjusted the difficulty, added the co-op features, the spells, everything. It just it, it was great. I like that all of these games, whether it's Ghosts and Goblins, Bowser's Fury, whatever. I like that so many companies are no longer afraid to be like, oh yeah, our game's only like five to 10 hours. Mm -hmm. Like, I appreciate the fact that it's in and out experience. You know, you get the meat and potatoes of it. You can go back and really 100% it if you want. Um, But it's just, it's been a blast. And then the only other thing really I've been playing has been Pikmin 3 Deluxe, trying to get more platinums on the Olimar side missions. I've just been having a blast playing that game. Did some bingo battle a couple weeks ago with Reagan and it was a blast. So yeah, yeah, that's what I've been playing.
1: Yeah, I was. I've been playing uh, Ghosts and Goblins as well, and and the thing I really like the most about it, I said the first time when we kind of talked about on the channel, is that it is not a it is not a remake of it. No, but it is an inspire inspired by. Do you know what I mean? Like it it is definitely you know there's definitely some notes of like oh yeah that you know I hear those musical notes. The the level looks the same, but you're like if you think it's just a remake and they put another paint color on it, you're 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 wrong. Yeah, Um, and they've done a lot of really great jobs. I think the sales numbers, like to your point, is great. Let me ask you this. You know, you brought the question. And I just want to kind of pick your brain about this yeah. idea of these kind of shorter games. Yeah, I love it. Right. Um, why do you think why do you think that is? Do you think is it just like is is there, I think yeah, there was
3: just... a time, yeah, yeah. I think there was a time where I mean, you saw it in like the era of like Witcher 3 and all mm-hmm. the open world games. I think there was a time about three years ago where it's, and like Assassin's Creed definitely suffers from this, where the games are like 90 hours, hundred hours long, mm-hmm. where every company was like, our game is a 120 hour single player epic experience. You you get all these other extra things. And then ultimately, you know, you get 50 hours into the game and you're like, I really enjoyed this, I'm done now. And then you don't actually want to get through the rest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt about a lot of, of modern games. Um, but I think between Bowser's Fury, Ghosts and Goblins, uh, Pikmin even, I think with Pikmin 3 Deluxe, obviously that's an old game that they're, you know, remastering, but it's still like those shorter experiences are what I find myself gravitating towards, yeah. especially now when there's so many games to play on the Switch, then I'm I'm really saving like that 50 hour, 60 hour gameplay time for something like a Zelda or a Pokemon. I don't necessarily yeah. want to spend that on like a Ghosts and Goblins. And had this been a 50 hour Ghosts and Goblins epic adventure experience, I would have played about five and 10 hours and I would have said, nope, I'm good. I'm
1: done now. Yeah. Um so I just, I appreciate it. I, I wonder if, and so this is a little bit of the business, Justin Hat coming on here, but I wonder if there is some level of like research. Do you know what I mean? So mm. we have created a hundred and twenty-hour game. Yeah. But our research shows people only go fifty hours. Right. So what you're missing is fifty hours of work, developer time, developer costs, resources to, yeah. to flesh out whatever it is. So you know, from an art, from an artist perspective, you're like, man, that final boss is amazing. They're like, yeah, I never got there. Right. I never saw and it.
3: And I, I think it's something too that has maybe become more popular with the u- u- uprising of like uh, indie developers, right? You've got yep. all these indie games that are like three, four hours long that are awesome experiences. You've got things like fell Cardo, um, you know, Aegis Defenders, all these mm-hmm. really great indie experiences that you could sit down and play for like five hours and then you're done with them. Yep. And I think that is actually having an influence on the major developers as a whole where they realize, oh no, we could release like a Bowser's Fury or Ghosts and Goblins and make it 30 bucks. And people will absolutely eat the game up and love it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, Some I'm a of this fan data, of like like PlayStation trophies, you know, you have access to the percentage of people who hit them. So yeah. Like, like I remember when I was playing like Persona Five, like only like eighty percent of the people got the first trophy. And Like, right? I would have expected this to be more closer to hundred, but no, yeah. eighty. And yeah. then, yeah. You know, it, it drops down pretty quick until about oh, halfway yeah. mm-hmm. through. And then it's yeah. more of a steady yeah.
1: 30%. Right. But if, but if you know, if you know that like the average, your average player is only staying 30 hours into your hundred hour game. Right. Right. Then, then there's something that you can think about for what you need to like, so, so you're essentially like, and not to be rude, you're kind of overpaying for the, right. for, for the reward versus return of your resources. Sure. There's a, there's a folk, there's a, there's a point where you're like, yeah, no, and we're not doing that.
3: I'm trying to think of when that really, like, first started, right? Where they were saying, okay, these games need to be these long experiences. I actually think it was quite a bit before The Witcher. The first thing I could think of is the major complaints that people had with Wind Waker. Mm. So I, I'm sure you guys remember this, was, like, when Wind Waker first was released, people said, you know, oh, this is such a great Zelda game, it's awesome, but, like, there's only how many dungeons in that game? Like, six? Not yeah. even, there's five, I think. You've got the tower, you've got the Deku Tree, you've got the... Um, uh dragon roost and then you've got the earth temple and the wind temple or whatever at the end and that's it and then you've and then got the, Ganon's Tower.
2: And then the Triforce Hunt adds right, and the Triforce Hunt,
3: hours. 15. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so I think I think people complain about that with Wind Waker. And then when you go back and you play Twilight Princess, Twilight Princess is like a 50 hour, 60 hour game. I mean there's like mm. lots of dungeons, you have side quests, you got all this other stuff you're doing in the game. But I think ultimately the majority of people at least that I know and this could be incorrect with your audience, but I mean just based on mine look back more fondly on Wind Waker than they do on Twilight Princess because Wind Waker HD really cleaned up that Triforce hunt and made it much more manageable And that game. You could pretty much get through in like 10, 15 hours now versus Twilight Princess is still that 50 hour kind of game. And you've got that first three hours in the forest with Ilya and the horse and all that other stuff that you got to do before you even get to the first temple. I mean, you go through the stuff with the wolf and there's all this other stuff in the game that kind of feels like filler. Yeah. And I think, when you're looking at games the way they develop now, I think even with the most recent Zelda game, right? You could, If you really blaze through Bl- Breath of the Wild, you could beat all four of the Temples and Ganon in like four or five hours once yeah. you know what you're doing. But the enjoyment in that game and the reason people spend hundreds of hours is because of the gameplay mechanic. Mm-hmm. And if you have a solid gameplay hook that keeps people coming back for more and you only need to develop... A certain amount of content to allow the people to discover what to explore. I think you're, in, excuse me, you're in a better situation, right? So I think like moving forward, I think with the epic open world games, you're going to see more things alongside Breath of the Wild, at least from Nintendo side of things, where mm-hmm. the main story mode is potentially not that long, but there's all these other dressings on the side that are obviously optional that, uh, you know, really make the experience much more worthwhile, whether it's collecting Korok seeds or moons or whatever. I mean, Odyssey, that's another great example. Look at Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey, you could fly through that game in like five hours and you get to Bowser, what, like 75 moons, even though Mm -hmm. there's like, what, 999 in the game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's yeah, it's, it's a very interesting conversation about kind of the development of that kind of stuff and, and where yeah. it goes from a cost perspective and then value. So yeah, I'm curious to pick your brain. Yeah, out,
4: so.
2: yeah. I think some some games their developers are getting better at actually having meaningful content for their hundred hour yeah. games. Yeah, like, yeah. I think yeah. Persona Five and Dragon Quest Eleven. I don't think there's any filler. No, everything no. in there felt important.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I also I also sometimes think it, it, it's the equation of of time versus money right? So if you're, so, so, you know, if you're saying, Hey, this game is $60 and you're like, but it's 120 do- hours. Okay, cool. I feel like I'm getting sure. my value, but if you're like, it's 10 hours, $60, like the, the math doesn't add up. Right. Sure. So, so people do a, what's the value proposition of time versus money. Sure. And how do those things, those things come across. Right. And so I think that's where you see that bloat, right. And where, yeah. where you, we see that extra value, where I, I would argue that like, if you can tell me a, a story driven emotional whatever it is and it feels the same way then sure look at your better storyteller for it so absolutely yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah I think we we talked about Bowser's Fury the first time I think I said if Bowser's Fury was standalone and still 60 bucks I would have been happy with it
3: oh same yeah same
2: I would have still bought that out of
3: game yeah based on how it finally and that's coming from somebody who's not a hardcore Mario fan so you know I mean it i mean that's that's, exactly it.
1: yeah Right on, uh, Jesse. Let's go over to you for kind of what you've been playing, and then maybe you want to hit that bumper from our resident um, Dr- um, John Blanco who's out in the field right now with uh, Bravely Default.
2: Yeah, so I'll I'll, well, I'll do what I was playing first. Um, I'm mm-hmm. continuing Persona Five Strikers. Nice. Um, I am I I'm either in the final j- jail or probably something else after this jail. I don't know, but yeah, I'm like. Like 35 hours into the game. Uh, it, it is definitely, the story feels like it's getting, going to an end, which means there's probably another boss at the end of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because that's how the, those games work. And it's, yeah, there's, there's one event, one thing kind of spoiled, just like in the opening cinematic, if you know what mm-hmm. you're looking for. So while I knew an event was happening, it still was really exciting to see it actually unfold. I I don't think I mentioned last time I talked about this, but uh, the the game runs relatively smooth. I think it's still, I haven't noticed any major slowdowns, maybe once or twice if they have 30 30 or 40 enemies on, but usually they don't have that many. Um, I did notice some pop-in on like, Insignificant objects like oh there's this bench that didn't pop in until now, but anything that's important like an item you can pick up or an enemy you can see a distance away, so they I think they did a good balance on that. And my son's also playing this game or has played this game on the PS4. It definitely is lots seems faster and smoother. It's probably hmm. 60 frames versus 30 frames. But you know if even if, if I had, hadn't seen the PS4, I would have thought the Switch version is running runs relatively well i have a question so that correct me if i'm wrong i haven't downloaded it yet strikers if you have the japanese
3: import copy you can download the english voice patch for the game right
2: you could download the english localization i don't know i downloaded the 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 north american release got it got it got it because i i heard mixed things from people
3: some people were because i i have an import version, because uh, I did not think that game was actually going to come to North America,
2: despite how popular Persona is. I waited yeah. so long, I say okay, I can't wait any longer, so I imported North, it. North American does have Japanese voices, if you want to hear the Japanese yeah, or yeah the right. English subtitles. Right. I don't know if, the, I can't speak to if the Japanese version did. I well, know the, the Japanese if you know. demo did not have that. You were stuck Got with it. Japanese only. Got it. Also, if you're in
3: the uh, Twitch chat right now, you better go check, because I just dropped that Apex Legends code. So. <laughs> there you
1: go, folks. Do it up. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you redeem that code let us know folks let us please let us, let us
2: know let us know okay so i'll i'll get uh john Blanco's yes. voice so
1: uh we'll maybe like cue this up john blanco was like he's a, a huge huge bravely default fan and uh all four of us like on the podcast were like no we're not interested but we know there's the people who are so yeah. john oh, yeah. is, our, is our kind of in the field bravely default guy he's doing all of our coverage for us so let's see what john has to say
5: What's sure. so up, dads? This is John Blanco here from the Dads After Dark show. Wanted to give you a little update on Bravely Fall 2. Been playing it for three, four days now. Um, hope everyone enjoyed the uh, the unboxing and the first look. Uh, once I finished that first look, I did restart the game. Um, something I like to do. You learn a little bit about it and then you uh, start from scratch. Um, I spent a lot of time with it over the weekend and had a lot of fun with it. I'm really liking it as a fan of the series. I feel like this is probably the best version of the game. I obviously haven't played through the whole story yet, so we'll see how I feel by the end of it. But, um, this switch version really does everything well, um, really much better animations, things like that. Um, just, I'm really liking it. Um, bravely default. I mean, if you've never played bravely default, Look, it's not the best RPG that was ever made. What it does right is it does JRPG to perfection. It's a game to relax to. Um, I love grinding in it. And really the best part of it is the job system. Um, You get these what they call asterisks as you play, which means you can take on jobs. Um, I think there's like a dozen, dozen and a half jobs, maybe more in this game. Um, I try to avoid information, but... You know, as you play and you earn these jobs, you can have your party of four switch between them. So when you start out the game, um, most of your characters are going to be freelancers. Sometimes when a character joins your party for the first time um, in this game, you have a black mage named Elvis. Um, So you have those already. But as you go and you unlock jobs, you can add it. So when you unlock the white mage job, you might decide, oh, you know, here, I want this character to be my white mage. And what makes the game fun is that you can make the characters anything you want. Um, You can have an army, uh, you know, with three white mages. You can have all black mages, you know, you can have a bunch of tanks. You can do whatever you want. You do want to keep things out of variety because there's going to be some enemies that really you need to attack with <laughs> with fire or with magic and others where you want to use swords. Um, And that's what makes this game so fun to grind is you're not just grinding the level of your characters, but you are grinding their job capabilities. And you're going to make one character a much better black mage. And then what happens is you can take on other jobs, but still retain some of the attributes for that job. So your black mage might become now a, you know, a warrior, but you can still use fire and blizzard and that sort of stuff. Um, So you can really customize these characters and, and make them your own. Um specifically in Bravely Default 2, um we see the concept of allies helping you out where you can't control them, but they'll come in and heal you or lay out a big attack. Um that's been pretty nice especially sometimes when you really need it. Um the battle systems mostly the same, still great. There are some differences with it that I've noticed. Um the biggest difference is you used to be able to, well, I don't know if you, if it's something you wanted, but you used to be able to uh set all four of your characters And say, I want you to attack. I want you to do magic. I want you to go brave, brave, brave and do this. And now you do that one at a time. So if if one of your characters, if it's their turn, you decide what you want to do. And then when you're done, the enemy might attack you. And then another enemy might attack you. And now you go again. So it gives you this ability to um, be more specific with your attacks, assess the situation, see what the enemy's weaknesses are, enemy health. Um, and whereas like in the earlier games, you might do a bunch of attacks, an enemy dies, and now you're fighting a guy that you need to use magic on, but you've, you know, told all your characters to attack. So it's a better system. It makes some of the battles a little longer. And I've noticed a lot of the encounters take longer because there's more character, more enemies that you have to fight. Um, but overall still enjoying it. Um, love all the leveling, that sort of thing. Another great thing about Bradley Default is made by Square Enix. They use a lot of the same verbiage as Final Fantasy. So if your character dies, you're going to use a Phoenix down to raise them. Um Stuff like that. A lot of the magic spells, you have fire, Fira, Faraga. Um, so if you've played Final Fantasy games before, a lot of things will be familiar here. But so much do these feel like classic RPGs, whereas Final Fantasy has gone in a whole new direction that we're not going to talk about. Um, you know, and the game won't blow you away He's saying anime boys audio or video. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the animations are much better in this game. The graphics are much smoother. Uh, the, the, the voice acting is, I think maybe a little bit better. Um, there's a lot more of it for sure. Um, it's just, it's a, you know, if you grew up in this style of game, it's just so nice to have. And there's so many quality of life improvements that they've done in this game. You can warp between towns. Um, it's very easy to see which weapons will upgrade your characters. You can buy things and equip them in one shot. Um, all the enemies have energy gauges. Um, it's just, it's just a comfortable, familiar, RPG to play. And I, I can't recommend it enough. I'm enjoying my time. Um, maybe I'll do a few more of these updates before my final review. It'll take me a while. I'm trying to really enjoy this like a fine wine. I'm doing a lot of grinding and leveling early on. So anyway, um, hope you enjoyed this little update and, uh, hopefully you're giving the game a try. See ya.
2: Yeah, I don't think we're gonna see a 30 second review out of this game out of no, them. So. <laughs> oh no way.
3: Well, there's something that he brought up just really quickly. He was talking about the uh, you know the, the battles feeling longer. I thoroughly appreciate the fact that it's got that fast forward feature on it. I think the original bravely had that as well. but like just being able to go from encounter to encounter to encounter, click that Y button, you know, fast forward through so many of these different battles. and then in addition to that, there's the repeat button. Where if you ended up using all Braves on your first match and you're grinding against like level one monsters and you just want to make sure that everything dies instantly, you can click that repeat button and fly through just waves and waves of enemy and level up. Um, And you're going to need to with some of the later bosses that come up, even the the area I'm in right now, right past the prologue. There are some creatures that I could tell I definitely need to grind in order to uh, get stronger before I could take them down. So,
1: yeah, but he touched on everything. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's fantastic stuff. I like it. Uh, looks like in our chat, Ebicel has been our lucky winner for uh, the Apex Legends uh, coins provided to us by free hashtag free product, hashtag what Nintendo uh, <laughs> hashtag yeah. free product is fine. You're good, yeah, you're yeah. good. Thank thank you, Roger, for that, and thank you, Nintendo of America course. for that as well. Absolutely. Fantastic. Speaking of Apex Legends, <laughs>
4: let's go. go okay let's go let's do this now it's time for me let's
1: nap. go folks <laughs> got my apex hat on everything tim sporting the reds let's do this <laughs> apex legends finally came out this week tim you've been playing it marty's been playing i've been playing it how do you feel about it how are? what do you how what are you feeling
0: uh as we were talking a little bit about it in the pre-show it's Definitely a lot more fast, faster paced game than say Fortnite is. It's like you jump in. There's one match I jumped in and I was immediately killed because I jumped in <laughs> probably in a bad spot. But it was like there was a bunch of other people there and it was like, OK, first person to find a weapon is going to win. <laughs> and that's what happened is basically they got a hold of the weapons and our, my whole crew died instantly because, you know, in that area. But it's. It wasn't as frustrating as Fortnite. I remember going into Fortnite, you know, and the first time I tried playing Fortnite in season one or ch- chapter one, excuse me. Um, I was frustrated. I was like, I've never come back here, you know, cause I don't play enough. These type of first person shooters like, you know, like your, um, um, what's the other one that the modern warfare ones, you know, um, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Thank you. i I've always, Stayed away from those because anytime I tried going in there, I was immediately killed. I couldn't wasn't picking up what you needed to do. Um, but eventually I went in t- into Fortnite and got into that because I went in with somebody who knew what they were doing and helped me along. And I have a feeling this is what I'm going to need here, because anytime I did well in Apex Legends was when someone who knew what they were doing was on our team. Right and could kind of show us the ropes and they were very, you know, they knew we were noobs. So they, you know, showed us the ropes and said, Hey, over here, here's some stuff. Or there was even some kids that were on there that I played with when I was by myself that were like, Hey, you need some ammo. And I was like, yeah, I need some, the the red, I, whatever that was. You know, uh, yeah. It was like different, you know, sure. different colors for the different kinds of light and heavy ammo types and all that kind of stuff. When I was just like, I need the red one. Cause that's what my color of my gun was showing. And they were like, I think that was the light one and they said hey come in uh i got some here for you so you know it was really cool people didn't like they probably knew the switch players were coming so they're sure, sure. ready for they uh, you down. know helping us down <laughs> but yeah it's been fun been playing with other new people in the community like chris uh i bumped into him on there and uh uh Simple Monk was on there too, and he was just getting the training and he was gonna try to play, but he was like, Oh, I gotta finish the training mode, and that's where we're a lot of us were at, you know. We had to get into training. And then Justin he created the uh the end dads club. So I'm trying to get to level 10 so I can at least try to join the end dads club, you know, because right now I'm in a level seven and I need to play some more, but you know, I got one kill and a couple assists, I think, and uh uh but again it's it's a learning curve on it definitely because of the speed of it yeah. and uh getting used to it. And maybe, maybe lifeline isn't the right character for me, but I thought it would be a good one to start because I could be able to be a healer for people, which I did a lot of I did start picking up on what to do there. In fact, there was one time I actually got to deploy my uh um what do you call it? The well, healing she, bot? The healing well, not the healing bot, but that the big special move that she does. Oh there. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: where she drops the loot for you and stuff like yeah. that. I got to do that once. So I was pretty happy with that. That's good. <laughs>
1: but it was a lot nice. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll kind of give my insight. Obviously people know that I have been like my level of excitement and hype for this game has been uh, a little bit uncontrollable. Some might you say you have been ready for this game for three years. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I have for sure. Um, So I will say this. I uh, There are definitely some big bugs in it. There are definitely some big bugs that they do need to squash. And I th- heard rumor there's a patch coming out in uh, like early next week. Uh for example, audio is really janky. There is actually like over talking in some of the lobbies. Uh, we have servers that have crashed. EA is notorious for really bad servers. Um, if you're using like um headsets, like voice chat and you're connecting, it like it it is horrible. It's choppy, yeah. It's choppy, it's, it's I was using my headset even, during it. Yeah, it's, yep. it's like I, I was on a on, on a session with a friend today and I was like, no, nope, we're not doing this at all. Um, and think like I was like, we'll play, but we've got to use just the ping system to yeah. communicate. It was it's really bad. Um, yeah, but I, I I I'm I'm having a great time. I think to your point, Tim, like it, it is a learning curve. And I think the best way to describe it is that it is very much Fortnite smash together with overwatch is kind of the way you have to look at it. exactly So if yeah. neither of those are your jam, yeah. you might struggle with this. Um, you know, especially when you look at, you know, when you're forming a duo or trios and they go through that selection screen, which is something I really like is, you know, Tim Tim chooses first, right? And he chooses Lifeline. Okay, cool. And you begin to think of like how do you balance somebody? Like, okay, so yeah. if they're doing this, what's a good what's a good offense? What's a good defense? So there's some thought around it. a Couple of things that they do so well, that ping system was built so that you don't need chat and they do just a really crisp job of that that i'm really impressed with um their systems to get in and out of games are pretty fast especially right now if you are and when you talk about the learning curve one of the pro tips i would say is do not um ensure that you're you have cross-play turned off because if you are cross-playing with somebody else so i had a friend who's on a pc and he connected with me i got pulled into his lobby or not his lobby his side so we're uh, playing against pc players so you're getting wrecked so yeah. if you got a, if you got a friend who's on yeah. xbox or, or something else who's not new to it and they have a huge amount you're probably getting wrecked there so kind of stay in that switch pool <laughs> stay in the kiddie pool for, for a while yeah build that skill set feel better about that move forward feel comfortable um they have doing a great job right now. They're incentivizing you with double XP for the next two weeks. Uh, you're buying the battle pass. You're getting 30, 30 levels on that. Um, they've got the caustic event right now. This is, I mean, this is so strategic, right? Next week is Fortnite's new season. And they're doing this kind of big pull right before now. Um, Graphically, it performs really well. I'm really impressed with what Panic Button has done with this game. It is a quick-moving game. It is less than 20 gig download, which is kind of crazy considering on Steam it's like 55 gigs. Yeah. So figure that out. Um, maybe it's because of like 4K, 8K res. Um, but I, I, I will be very interested in seeing in three months when there's some more patches, some more little minor and bug tweaks. How this will look because I think they're going to firm out. They're going to really squish out a couple of those bugs that are challenging right now. But do not be discouraged. Jump in. Have fun. And, and, you know, I think I think like the yeah. the tagline is like play, you know, shoot, die, repeat, shoot, die, repeat or something like that. <laughs> yes, it's 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 that like you just kind of have to learn and you figure out what weapons yeah. work. Um, But man, I'm I, I since it came out on Tuesday, I don't want to tell you how many hours I've put in because it's a really uncomfortable amount. I um and how many matches I've played and like I'm on level 44 now of my battle pass. I wow. Think. Oh, my God. Wow. And like level 16 on my rankings or whatever it is wow wow um so i i might have a problem but no well, you're we, enjoying it though but we should also stuff. not be shocked because i'm like i said i said had a tweet i was like i have Fortnite, i have overwatch and i have apex yeah, yeah i'm done i'm done <laughs> yeah. thanks very much folks it um, is funny
3: because Fortnite, I, I i enjoy Fortnite. but as i said during the pre-show Fortnite to me is like the funny costumes and playing for a little bit and then turning it off. Yeah. Overwatch to me has always been the community. I mean, the competitive shooter that I have on switch. I mean, yeah. I know like miss click and a lot of the friends of the show, like they love Splatoon. I'm not mm-hmm. really a huge Splatoon person. I like it, but yeah. I play Splatoon. Like I play Fortnite. Um Overwatch has been my go-to for, Years, I mean, like since they released it on Switch, I've played it almost every day. I just, I absolutely enjoy it. I love the game on PC. I love the game on Switch. I love being able to know that stuff's carrying over to Overwatch 2 whenever mm-hmm. that drops. That's mm-hmm. also going to be a Nintendo system. So I'm like, I'm all in on the Overwatch trade. Yeah. Um, and just based on the little bit I played Apex, I played about three or four matches on stream when it first came out. Um, and I got wrecked right after that training mode as well, but I at least killed somebody in my very first match. So I felt good yeah. about that. I got to kill in my first match. And then the second match, I ended up getting eighth. So I was like, yeah. all right, I killed my first match and eighth. The second one, I was yeah. fine. Needs to say, I died immediately in the other two. And then I was like, I'm calling it quits for the night. However, I still, I had a good time. Uh, you know, I, I feel like on the whole, I'm like, Tim, I think that lifeline's a fun character for me. I like being sort of that support for the time being. I liked uh the red haired girl with the gravity powers. I don't know her name horizon i think oh is her name? yes oh they I gave played. you
1: the whole unlock code didn't they
3: oh yeah i got the full champion edition yeah. i'm good to go i got everybody sure. um but, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I like her i think she's yeah. fun too she's been fun to play with but outside of those two i i'm mostly i'm just still learning i'm still learning i think yeah. it's going to be a while but i could definitely see myself falling into sort of playing it every night Mm-hmm. If I get a good group to play with, so uh, you might get one more added to that Nintendo dance Club. So,
4: yeah, I hey, Justin, apps.
3: Yeah,
0: I, I hate to admit this. You're talking about how you're like playing so many hours, but uh, yeah, I put in like uh, probably eighty dollars in coins. Okay, in there already to try to, you know, for skins and, uh, to buy up $80. on the championship. Tim, <laughs> I was like, oh my Tim, God. Tim I'm, I'm all in because, on it dude, too. You,
1: you can unlock those things.
0: <laughs>
1: you do know that, right?
0: No, I mean like, yeah, it was like, I had to get the, uh, lifeline suit, uh, thing okay. with the angel wings. All right. All right. Okay. All I, right. Yeah. So Eighty
3: dollars. It's been
0: out two days. Well, I did Call the sixty dollar level and then the twenty dollar uh, thing for the for the uh, lifeline. Uh, oh, got
1: skin. it. Got it. Got that. so. Right. Gotcha. So, <laughs>
0: but I figured if I spent that much now for the coins, I would get the bonus because I yep. knew I would probably spend them anyway. So, sure, was like, sure. let me just yeah, load yeah. up on the coins now.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was playing at a couple levels, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be playing this. So, I, if I was buying the game, it would be a sixty dollar game. I'd buy. True. It. So yeah, yeah, right on. Right
1: on. Um, I will I will say, oh my gosh. Who is Bloodhunter? Blood, that is not a character's name. What is the blood? Ha- blood, blood, Hound? The blood wrong I know. Yeah. I was like,
3: I was like, tell me about Pokemon,
1: Roger. I don't know what Cool, so about.
3: Piplup. And- yeah, right?
1: <laughs> uh, I would say if you're looking for a good character to jump into, Bloodhound is a really good one. Um okay. be- because what he does, his his active is if you hit L, it's a sonar. So it detects anyone that's around them and marks them. So it's a really good of kind of like a, Hey, is somebody around? Yes or no. Hmm. So if you want to try and hide and it like marks them so you can see them coming. So it gives you a, so I use bloodhound a lot. I think he's really effective, but I also think, you know, Roger, your, your component there of like the thing that I really like about it is actually just playing with people. It's the social part. I love it. And that's the reason I love playing Fortnite as well it's like, I get on the, I get on the, you know, call with my friends and it's just, it's 90 minutes of connecting and shooting people. And it's fun. Yeah. 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 Um, Tim, oh, by I the feels- way,
2: the
0: yeah. Lifeline thing with her L, what is that? I still couldn't figure out what she does with the, uh, cause oh, yeah. she drops this like purple umbrella. And I'm just like,
1: I don't re- understand re-healing? what it is. Might I a thought was healing shield. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know healing. she does. She's-
0: she does give the robot thing, but then there was this like special, thing where i was able to throw it out and drop it and it was ah. like maybe it was a grenade thing i don't know but
1: i'll double check see
0: i'm still learning this stuff that's okay
1: so yeah yeah i yeah. am that's too fine. don't worry tim <laughs> i like it uh tim what else have you been playing uh you
0: i've been trying to just head. play light games things that i can jump into because i'm i'm waiting for rise monster mm-hmm. hunter what rise you know because i know that's going to be the time i'll can't be spending wait. a lot of time in there <sighs> can't wait um so but uh I won't go through all the games I've been, you know, touching in. The one I wanted to mention was Fuser. It's one that came uh, out a while ago as an you know the uh harmonics' uh latest rhythm. Yeah. App. And uh I've been playing it because again, I could just jump in and play a lot of these, you know, EDM songs that I know a lot of people aren't into, but I like some good EDM dance songs and I can remix them and even some pop songs and it's a lot of fun I just go into the freestyle thing I haven't even played the career mode yet but oh, I go really? into the freestyle and just mix up different things and then I definitely want to do career mode because I'm sure I'll be able to unlock more music to do the freestyle stuff but it was it's been a lot of fun and um, it's it's a fun go to and it's like you said Roger you, there's games you like to go and lay down in bed and play oh, yeah. and stuff like that and this is one I just go in I'll put my headphones on and and just you know rock out to my mixes and stuff right on that's it's awesome. A, it's been a lot of fun.
1: Nice, Fuser. Uh, I, Fuser, Fuser yeah, F u s e r. Yep. I will. I will plug one more game that I have been playing, and Roger might be actually up your alley for short games. Um, Soli- No, Sea of Solitude. There it is. Sea of Solitude. Director's oh, yeah, cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, really good. It is a story-driven game. Um, and is a very cool kind of shaded art style associated with it. That's um, the
3: the two D Bioshock game, right? Is the one mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. It's not a Bioshock game by any means, but like it's the little scuba diver guy. Am nope. I
1: thinking of? No, nope. oh, you're thinking no. of Tim. That's your game. That's your. Sub-Dotica? So nope. <laughs> nope, not, not, not,
0: no, no, nope, not no. the Sends guy uh, into, into the, the depths, into the depths,
3: into the de- yeah. That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah,
1: this yeah, is yeah. this is a this is from EA. Came out last year. It's an EA originals, um, 2020, and it is it, the idea around it is that like it's this girl who is like alone in a like a boat, and the kind of story starts off, and then there's a creature that you encounter that kind of looks like the girl. And so it's the story driven around it is actually like depression and isolation and, um, you know, kind of dealing with some family traumas and trying to understand it. The VO is really well done. Uh, it's a compelling story. Um, it's very artistic, I think. Um, you know, again, I think uh, they they were nominated for some awards for the Game Awards of like um, – Stories with purpose or stories with meaning or games with meaning or something like this. Um, just, again, just a, a, a story-driven, emotional kind of journey, um, which I think is is always really cool. So check out Sea um, kind of Solitude. Director's Cut. It's like 20 bucks in the eShop. Nice. Um, so definitely, definitely kind of value and and worthy. So I would say definitely check that one out.
2: Before we leave it, we've been playing, I was user and CSL did both look good. I just I literally put both of them on my wish list on the eShop. Nice. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to mention something else about Persona Five Strikers. When you were talking about some of the problems you heard with with the with uh, you saw with Apex. There's I don't remember if I talked about it last time, so I'll mention it again anyway, just in case. The I noticed it when I did like the first two hours live stream, the uh, sometimes the character audio was was so quiet compared to the background it'd be hard to hear oh so i asked my son who played the ps4 version if he had the same problem there so wondering if it was something a switch only or maybe just me he goes no i heard it too Hmm. so it's it's something with their audios is there an option to adjust it where you could bump up the character audio and bump down the background audio that must be an option but it's, it's it's not consistently bad. Like, mm. there could be five people talking in a room, four of them are talking normal, and then Yosuke sounds like he's whispering. Weird. And mm. then in the next scene, it'd be Ryuji's whispering, but everyone else is fine. So it, it, <laughs> it jumps around. Nice. So, okay. so that's that's the only other issue that I noticed with this game. Okay. Nice. And it was more early on. I haven't noticed it later on in the game. Mm.
1: All right, let's uh good stuff there. Let's move over to our community spotlight, shall we? <laughs> Very regal. And of course, uh, Roger, you've been here before. You know what this is all about. This is a good opportunity for you to tell us what's going on in your wonderful world, promote us to all the wonderful things that you do, and uh, give us some highlights. Yeah. So
4: currently,
3: I am actually doing my first ever watch through of Naruto. This is an anime series that I did not grow up with. I absolutely love One Piece. I grew up with One Piece, Pokemon, all that jazz, but all my friends were into Naruto, and I sort of been holding off on catching up to it. Uh, but currently I am doing a watch through of the entire show of Naruto, all 800 episodes, skipping filler. Um, we're, we are about to hit the end of part one. So we're about to move into Shippuden, which is like the second half of the series. And it's only been a month and a half and we blazed through part one. So we've been flying through it uh, every Thursday on my YouTube channel. I've been uploading reaction recap highlights uh, of my favorite moments from this watch through. And then, of course, in addition to that, I've been playing a lot of games on my Twitch channel. My uh, YouTube channel is still stricken until the 13th due to that copyright strike I got with the uh, solo leveling read-throughs. But thankfully... It seems like
0: it went forever. <laughs> it
3: feels like it went forever. But thankfully, it is almost over. And uh, and I'll be back to streaming all my regular Nintendo games and streaming you know, all my regular happy, happy little chill streams, anime stuff, all that jazz on YouTube, in addition to on Twitch. But now the nice thing is that because of that copyright strike, um, I now have like a really active audience on both. And so people can look forward to my live streams on Twitch every Friday, Saturday and Monday, and my live streams on YouTube every Tuesday and Sunday with the video post of the Naruto things going up on Thursday. So technically my break day is, is Wednesday and Thursday. Everything is squared away with me and Brandon for the Naruto stuff like on Monday, Tuesday of the week before. So yeah, check it out. Uh, thank you again so much for having me. This is always yeah, a absolute blast. I love being on Nintendo Dads. Every time I get the chance to be on, it's great. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy we're able to move it around
2: and uh, and talk Pyra, Mithra, Pokemon, everything. It's a blast. You know, I, I've been watching yeah. your, your we, Attack on Titan highlight. Oh my god! I oh, at on Clips you are on YouTube. Oh. You know, I, I, I'm watching the episode first, and then and then I'm watching with your, your reaction. <laughs> my reaction highlights. Yeah, because I'm not a manga this, reader. Um, you know, I, I, I watched your 137, So, sure. but other than that, I didn't know nothing about the manga. The,
3: the manga, it's, it's funny because, you know, the manga ends next month, and I've been doing Attack on Titan on my YouTube channel. Jesse knows this. I've been doing Attack on Titan longer than I've been doing One Piece on my YouTube channel, which is my primary thing, is my One Piece reviews. Um, I was covering Attack on Titan... Back when I was doing Pokemon Wi-Fi ranking battles to the top with Pokemon X and Y during the VG Tribune days. So Attack on Titan has been there from the very beginning with me and, and it's going to end with me here next month is the final chapter. Um, yeah, the anime season's phenomenal right now. And I think the, uh, the manga is coming to a head in a very unique and interesting way. And I could not be happier. So yeah, if you like anime or Nintendo,
1: make sure to check me out. Have you gone into the, have you gone into the, nintendo manga stuff yet have you is like has have those two worlds crossed over yet? i
3: literally have the splatoon manga volume over there i know okay. there's the animal crossing one that's coming out a little bit later in the year
1: i'll be getting that one from viz yeah
3: and uh i think they just canceled the arms
1: graphic novel. I, yes i did i yeah. got the super mario one for christmas
2: oh interesting okay like yeah. the, the, yeah. the, 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 uh, the mario Kun. yeah yeah Cook. super
3: mario coon the, the little uh the ones that are in famitsu uh, that had been compiled into the manga volume. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the goofy yeah.
1: little, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I had I had never worn read a uh, manga before. It's been a very interesting experience. Have you been enjoying it? Yes, I have been. Good. But also, also <laughs> like I was like. Very interesting stuff going on here, so yeah, yeah. 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 I've, uh, on I may have pre ordered pre-order. the Animal Crossing one already, too. I don't know why. I just, I just, I, I, just, I blacked out, and all of a sudden it was in my Amazon cart and it was checked out. So I don't know what happened. I'll, I'll <laughs> need to
2: look into that one, but I, I pre ordered like that. There's like this treasure chest box set of Zelda manga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I pre ordered that. I think that's like October. Those are really oh, good. Jesse, too. you're
0: gonna have to send me the link to that because I was just about to ask. I've been eyeballing those Zelda ones. You should. They're good. Okay. There's All the right. I have the Twilight
3: Princess one and I think the retelling of one of the Oracle games. Or it's, yes. I think it's yeah, I think that's the one I have. Um and they're very well done. They're really good okay. adaptations, manga adaptations of the Zelda games. They're great if you just want to like sit down and look at some cool
2: art and you know yeah. binge through the series again. It's it's a lot of fun. So highly recommend it. We'll need to share Amazon links uh, uh, when we're done yes. with the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Because I'd be interested Excellent. in the Animal
1: Crossing one too. Yeah. For sure. Well, Roger, we're not done with you quite yet. I promise you sure. we're going to get out of here. Although I see the chat is all of a sudden now blowing up questions about manga and uh, questions about One Piece. So uh, lots Ask going away. on in there. Uh, someone was saying, what does Roger think is going to happen in One Piece this week?
3: I have been staring clear. Apparently there's like some massive spoiler about this week's chapter that people have been saying, like, stay off social media. So I literally have not been on social media outside of like looking and answering my happy birthday messages. And that's been it. Um, So yeah, I'll I'll find out on Sunday. I'm assuming we're going to get to find out who's in the room with the scabbards is my guess. I think it's going to be a big surprise
1: character. So uh, Aaron Aaronator nineteen ninety two is saying yes, stay off of Twitter. And there, so that there you go. See that's why. Uh, there you go. Okay, uh, here's another great question from Andros. What Nintendo series would you guys like to see made into an anime? Oh, Xenoblade I'm- probably. Oh yeah. Well, that, that. I'm going to say I'm going to say Metroid. Oh, Metroid would be amazing. Actually. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That'd be cool. Ooh, Metroid that, anime. Would be I would great.
0: be all over that if that happens. Yeah, <laughs> I think
2: we've I think we've talked
0: about
1: this there, before of kind of was, like there like was Castle- one.
2: Like, it was, like, uh, I think I have it. like... The a- manga. There was a Metroid manga. The one where yeah, Ridley on is talking about. To- yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So the, uh, the exact thing Jesse's talking about is uh Ridley literally says to a baby Samus, after just I- literally eating her parents in front of her, he goes, would you like to join Mommy and Daddy in my belly? And this is in a canon piece of Metroid lore from Nintendo sweet. Ridley says to baby Samus join mommy and daddy in my belly <laughs> I, I <laughs> so want that I, I want to link to that stuff. too <laughs> <laughs> wow
2: yeah I want to read that yeah <laughs> I don't think I ever finished reading it I need to go back and forth. well you got to go read it now that's
1: your. yeah <laughs> that's I, your thing. I, I I, do think like for an anime series can very much kind of like in the, in the way that yeah. Netflix has done um, Castlevania man I'd love to see that like a Metroid Heck yeah yeah, Heck that'd be yeah. Pretty sweet
0: I agree yeah. with that I concur. Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, someone's saying yeah, dark as heck too. That'd be yeah, oh right. yeah, uh, an Animal Crossing movie. Interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's right. see some it, there
2: there was, is an Animal was Crossing one, movie. Yeah, there yeah. was one done like around when the Wii version was. It was like, like around City Folk. Yeah, it was after yeah. City
3: Folk came out. Yeah, yeah.
2: I would like so, to I, see. a – Go ahead, Jesse. I don't think that ever had an English localization. Of, uh, I don't other think other so. A fan sub or no. And that, that, that's how I've seen
1: it. Yeah, I'd like to see a um, a Five Nights at Tom Nooks, right? <laughs> where it's where it's just like a survival, uh, just gets real crazy. So it you know know would be creepy. Yeah, like
2: yeah.
4: me, mommy me, me Yeah. So, <laughs> so you got <laughs> like
2: you got z- zipper that's half decayed.
4: Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, right think, I think there's a
2: whole but different he's coming
1: up.
0: So yeah. <laughs> Where's that um, YouTube video? I'm sure somebody right. made it. I'm sure, oh, I'm somebody, sure, has, I'm sure yeah. somebody has.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple other questions. We're going to kick off to uh, Warren asks, "What is one classic game you have heard good things about yet have never played?" They said Warren says for him it's Secret of Mana. Oh, interesting. I will. W- I will. I will give you some time here, Roger. Yeah. Mine. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get just lit up for this one. uh Oh, Chrono Trigger.
3: Oh, I will buy it for you on Steam right now. I, I swear have, to
1: God, I will buy it thing. for you on Steam. I have it. I have it. I had a fan, I think this question came out a long time ago, a fan sent me a DS copy. Oh my God. That's the best version, too. Why are you have doing the go DS play copy? This. Why I are you just, on a po- I'm just, done.
3: <laughs> Bye, everybody. Good night. I'm done. Go play. Go play. I'm done. That was a great show.
0: Go. Go play, <laughs> yes. Come oh, Roger. Man, you that can't is like talk cardinal, with the no Mario is, <laughs> games, or the, you don't Ar- like that Mario. Is my, <laughs> that is my cardinal
1: sin, and everyone is so. And like, wasn't it this week? Chrono Trigger was like twenty eight or something like this. Oh, some anniversary? Chrono like Trigger everyone? is
3: one of the best RPGs of all time. Like, I I think it also really holds up today. There's some of those old RPGs that have haven't aged gracefully. Chrono Trigger is just as good yeah, today as it was back in the day. It's 16
2: bit graphics palette just comes uh, out. And not yes. not just
3: the graphics, but the gameplay itself, like the, the way the battles work out, the duo attacks with frog and everything. Oh, it's, it's so good.
1: It's the best. We'll I back. walked away to go grab my case. I was like, I've got my DS case here. I'll put it in to show you. I don't know where the game is now. Uh oh. I like my kids, my this is why you don't have kids. I think my I think they have <laughs> They might have taken it. It. I got to go figure that out. Maybe, maybe dad doesn't deserve this. Yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're like, dad, we finished this game for you. You should play it. Right,
3: right, right. So. I, uh, I actually, I think I have one. Uh, I have never played the Oracle Legend of Zelda games ever. Oh. I've never even, I, I've played maybe like five minutes of them at a demo at like a Toys R Us, but I've never actually played them. And I've heard nothing but good things,
2: but I'm kind yeah. of waiting for them to eventually remake it which is why I'm not touching it now.
4: Okay. Yeah,
2: I've, I've tried playing them back when they were new and when they were released as Virtual Console on the 3DS, and I yeah. still can't get into them. Yeah. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of in the same boat as you. I didn't play them either, and I want to. I have Man, them on my on 3DS. The Oracle
0: train, yeah. <laughs> yeah I have yeah, them I, on my the 3DS. I just yeah,
2: I got never them got my to also, them on 3DS also,
1: actually. Yeah. Wow,
2: wow. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: I, think,
2: the, I think my answer to this question might be Octopath Traveler. Oh, oh, you guys here. are
3: killing me! A chrono again, Trigger, it, you're doing this on purpose because you had me on. You said no. Chrono Trigger and Octopath
2: Traveler. Yeah, and again, it's oh. a game I bought on day one and just never got around to it. Mainly you're killing because me. The, the, uh, I try, I played the demo and it, it something about it left a bad taste in my mouth, and so I didn't. You know, and knowing it was well, we talked about this earlier. A long, sure. <laughs> a long game. We sure. I didn't want to. Dedicate time to it, because I had other things I wanted to play, and it's just fallen off my list.
3: Oh, At the very least, just go listen to the soundtrack on YouTube. Because the soundtrack in Octopath Traveler is one of the best of all time. Like, legitimately, one of my top ten favorite video game OSTs. The music, the battle theme, the dun-dun, dun-dun,
2: dun-dun. Oh, please go listen yeah. to it. <laughs> Dragon says I'm going to do the same thing with Project Triangle. No, I'm not buying that game. Thanks. So I'm, I don't like. I'm not a strategy. I don't like strategy games. Oh, I, that's fair. I, that's fair. I, I, okay. I don't like Fire Emblem. I fair. You know, totally fair. Totally so. fair. I'm like that's up my alley. You're giving me a Fire Emblem, Final Fantasy Tactics,
3: Chrono Trigger type. Octopath Traveler Game. I saw that project <laughs> triangle. I'm like, that's my game of the year next year. I don't you know, even yeah. <laughs> it. That's my game of the year. It's my game of the decade. I can't wait.
4: Nice. <laughs>
0: Tim, did you respond? No, not yet. Uh it kind of goes along with what uh we just talked about earlier in the week when we were the three three of us. Uh well, Justin, you weren't on there, but Marty mm. was on there on on the underpowered uh guys. They're actually in our chat. Yeah. Um, but we were on their show, and I talked about how I didn't get to play many N64 games, like single player games, uh, because I was—I had friends who had it, so I bought the PS1. So because I wanted to play PS1 games, and also too, I was so turned off by Mario 64, I did not want to play that game. I eventually did play it, so that's not my game. But I did miss out on some other games, like <laughs> I did not play. Uh, banjo kazooie games i didn't play any of those wow. so uh if you want to say any any of those are the classics that i didn't get to play i didn't get to play that or perfect dark i never got to play that
2: well if you're I able got to to get play- a hold of an xbox or xbox one you know you know that's on game pass at least
0: yes banjo kazooie so-
2: is the the fun
3: thing i'm actually going to bring this up tim this might actually encourage you to play banjo kazooie sooner rather than later okay. Is i played 3d all-stars with mario I instantly went to sunshine cause I hadn't played that game in like over two decades. And I wanted yeah. to see if it held up. It did. I loved it. It was better than I expected. And then I know I'm going to like galaxy. So I've held off playing galaxy until I eventually like get the time to do it. And so I went to at second and I beat 64 and I beat it, but I was like, man, I, the camera on this is killing me. And <laughs> it hasn't really aged that well. Right. And there's aspects of it that obviously I have a lot of nostalgia for, but it's something that for me personally, it just like didn't click. Yeah. And I own my original N64, Banjo Kazooie, 64 Mario game, everything. I got them all. They're all hooked up on my TV in my main room. And I figured after I beat Mario 64, I'm like, I'm just for the hell of it. I'm going to put Banjo Kazooie in because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe those like N64 era platformers didn't age very well. And I got to tell you, literally did not plan to play. And I got all the way up to bubble gloop swamp. In the course of like three hours in Banjo Kazooie, okay. I just sat down binge it. That's about halfway through the game, basically. To yes. put that in perspective for you, I adore Banjo Kazooie. The humor is still funny. It's it's a great game. You're going to enjoy it. I'm okay. looking forward to you playing it. Yeah,
0: if I can play it on because I do have XCloud with you know um, if they have it available there. I don't know. If it
3: they should do.
2: be. I think it is. I think it's available on Game Pass. Okay, um, if it's
0: Game Pass there, maybe I'll have to look yeah, at it. Yeah, I think it so, is. Yeah,
2: the whole rare re- replay is on Game Pass. There you okay. go. You
0: gotta well, play. There it. we go. I'll have to yeah. check it out then.
2: Ooh, Ooh. Nice.
0: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Uh Tim, do you got the doc open open? I do have the doc open. Yeah. I was gonna
1: say, do you want to read the the next question from Mecha Dragon? This is our final question.
0: From Ooh. Mecha Dragon, the original Elvis. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> That's his name actually so that's uh, I was like he's he, been playing bravely default 2 as well? Oh, <laughs> yep, he's been He's been saying that's his name whenever we mention the game so <laughs> That's it. Um so was listening to the dads after dark podcast recently and they answered a question that'll be fun one for you guys to answer as well. If you all were stranded on a deserted island, what five switch games will you all collectively bring together?
4: Mm. You oh. all can only
0: bring 5 games together as a group. Not separately, but okay. we all have to talk about it. So pretty much one each and one extra one. Okay,
2: so we yeah, all agree Smash like we're, there's is There's no one way we're going to sure. be agreeing on anything because we all have different tastes in games.
3: I don't know. I think we could agree <laughs> on Smash
2: Brothers. I think. Smash oh, is yeah, all-encompassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we
3: could yeah. agree on Smash Bros. is one of them. Yeah, That seems uh, like a safe bet. Mario Kart? Uh,
0: uh, that'll be our number five.
3: <laughs> that number five. That's number <laughs> Mario five. Mario Kart? Mario Kart's a safe one. I think that's a good bet, sure. I would throw Animal Crossing in the ring. Yeah. Would be my my next choice. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mario Kart
3: 8 Deluxe. Yeah, time yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe.
0: Animal Smash Sorry, Brothers, what what did you Animal say? Crossing. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: So we got two more. Jesse.
0: He's gonna he wants to pick cross game, right? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I was leaning that way, but oh, I got a good one! Jesse, I got a good one. You and I will agree on.
3: I got a good one. You okay. want a pit cross game? I like puzzle games. We're gonna cheat the system. I am choosing the Super Nintendo Entertainment System online. <laughs> that you get. I'm choosing that
0: for I think all that was disallowed because of no, not, it's not, it's not disallowed. of no
3: Wi-Fi. It's not, not because of no Wi-Fi being on the island. Magic. We put on airplane mode. We don't get channel, we put on airplane mode, we have it forever. Okay that way we have Super Metroid, we've got pit cross, we got everything on there. We
2: got panel upon, pond, Puyo it's Puyo, NES. everything.
4: That's a good uh, one. That's a good switch. one. Yeah. if I were lying. going to pick
2: a game, I was probably lean towards like Dragon, Dragon Quest Eleven. That's a good choice Even too. Even though it, it, you know, it's a one player game, it's not? I do think we'd be able to share. But it's it, it's a time consuming game. So yes.
1: <laughs> now let's assume I have I have another theory here, guys. Let's assume that Marty is stranded with us here as well. All right. <laughs> okay. I think we might need to give him Mega Man because if we have to hear him whine about how he doesn't have Mega Man, it's going to drive me bonkers. Super Maybe. Nintendo Online, right? Doesn't that have a Mega Man? game? Mega right? Man, but that's the, no. but that's that's not Super Nintendo. The Nintendo one. Oh, does, the Super you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He likes his Mega Man too. I just, I just don't mm-hmm. want to hear him whine the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what other great game would be? Overcooked. Overcooked would be a good one. It'd be yeah, a good over one. Overcooked's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. And then, well, I guess you can have the Mega Man collection.
3: Ooh. Oh, actually, okay. Then if we're doing that, I would say choose Mega Man Legacy Collection One because that includes that includes Mega Man Two and Mega Man Three, both of which That's are great some of the point. best Mega Man games. Yeah. Marty would be happy. We'd yeah. have multiple titles in there. Yeah,
1: I think yeah. we have. I think we, so, we, so we so we're looking. I'm looking at this list here right now. You've got, you got six seven. games on seven games. I think you have to lose. I think you lose Mario Kart Eight. Fine, deluxe. Cool. I need to take that off. So we have Super Smash Brothers animal crossing snes online yep dragon quest 11 yeah overcooked and the mario legacy we're still one hot we're one too high made i i don't really want to i i think i'm with
3: jesse on this i don't think we get rid of dragon quest i think we need like a good long rpg Yep. i would i would vote overcooked probably of the six that are there i would vote overcooked but that's a good
1: choice Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah all right there you go So, our
0: final list is Smash Ultimate, Animal Crossing, SNES, NSO, uh, (laughs) DQ11. I don't care. (laughs) DQ11, and Mega Man Legacy Collection 1.
2: That's great. That is a solid group of titles. I I did end up 100%ing Mario Super Picross on that. That game is so fun, by the way, too.
1: G Akers makes a great comment. He's like, "Y'all forgot Breath of the Wild."
2: Breath of the well, n- I, no, no I... I, I said this on Tuesday. It, uh, you know, when, when we get when we, you know, guested with Underpowered, is, you know, we, we talked about our top five Zelda games, and I put Breath of the Wild at number two, not one, because while yes, it was an amazing game, I don't think that's a game I ever want to play again. That's I am I was literally just going to say that, Jesse, because I think to me, the magic of Breath of the
3: Wild is that first time you're playing it and discovering everything. I think once you've beaten it after that, it, that experience is like unrivaled for me in terms I'm, of Zelda I'm still,
0: games. I'm still playing it. I
3: haven't
2: still? played it yet wow you never finished it because
1: to me fine wine it's a really fine wine i love 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 breath of the wild i really do but i'm right there with you
3: i think that first experience Mm -hmm. get everything the first time will will be unmatched forever i think unless until breath of the wild two comes out i think it's the kind of thing where it was the magic of discovering it for the first time the story for the first time the music for the first time first time you run into a guardian first time you try the physics stuff um yeah, I, I don't necessarily think I would choose first, that. First,
2: first oh, time you try to deflect a guardian with a pot and fail. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, and fail because exactly you're not going to be successful killed. the first time. That's true.
0: And I tell you right now, if Metroid Prime trilogy was out at all, I would have been <laughs> yelling yeah, for right. that to be on the. You're highly. right. I, yeah, I'd be there
1: with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's our I list. Think, yeah, those those are some great that's questions. Solid, there, yeah.
0: And uh, before we head out or anything like that, I do want to mention that for our community, we are doing a Retro Rewind live open discussion tomorrow night, uh, 830 Central. Um, it's through retro Logic, So if you, got, if you listen to them, that's another one of our family podcasts. They do a lot of the retro talk and stuff over there. Uh, they've been playing the Sonic game. Sonic 2 I think it was. Nice nice. So uh, for with the community and so it's it's an open discussion. People can RSVP if you haven't already. So go to the Retrologic side or in our Retro Rewind channel in Discord and hit up Dan there and be able to chit chat with him about what you, what you've been playing in the Retro Rewind stuff.
1: Nice. Excellent.
3: Sonic 2 is a great one too. And the, the Sega Ages version that's on Switch is fantastic because it has built in the sonic 2 and knuckles and all that's just great it's great i played that over the summer when i was quarantining in vegas with reagan's family we were there mm, for like three right. months when it was really bad in la and uh i have a, a lot of memories that are now ingrained with covid and sonic where they're like tied <laughs> in because i was playing that much like how i always said i was playing seven bed here when we were quarantining over there i would go to bed relatively early like around like eight and I would pull out the Switch in bed and I would literally just play Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 on Sega Ages on the Switch and bum rush through that. I did those two games and I 100%ed uh, Star Wars Episode 1 Racer that summer oh, as well oh, nice. uh, on Switch. Because they recently like put that on Switch and uh, I got through the entire thing. First That's place, cool. everywhere, unlocked every guy. <laughs> I mean, I was,
0: That's the game I, blamed, that game I blamed. I uh, blamed that game for breaking my OG Joy-Cons. Cause it didn't, <laughs> it didn't do this. The drift sure. It was actually, sure. it made it disconnected Bluetooth, even though oh, it was like no. connected side, you know, side by side. It was like, all of a sudden yeah, it just,
3: that does feel really fun when you're playing that on, yeah. and you have like the two, uh, what's it called? Joy-Cons there. Yes. And you actually feel like you're pod racing with it. It's, it's great. Yeah. It just
0: like all of a sudden my Bluetooth stopped working and I oh, have that no sucks. idea to this day what happened. So
1: oh, too bad. But yeah, I did like that game too. Yeah. Really good. nice. Excellent stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen that is the show before we go Roger thank you thank you thank you for being here it is always so great to hang out with you always a pleasure always Uh, man man. it is it is absolutely fantastic Uh, folks a couple quick announcements I want to make hey first and foremost thanks very much for your support over on YouTube we are over 5,000 subscribers thank you thank you yeah we're like almost 5,300 now thank you so much we continue to see almost a thousand people now on Twitch uh, for our uh, our uh, follows so thank you everyone for your support There, we appreciate the love I want to mention that Tim, Marty, and Jesse were guests on the Underpowered Podcast, Episode Fifty, which is scheduled to go like the same day as this one, on Friday. And they discussed the top five Zelda games. So tune into that. Make sure it's such a great opportunity. We're actually going to have that team over uh, working with us in the coming weeks as well, which we're excited about. Hey guys, uh, did you know that we have merch over on T Public? Well, we sure do. And by the way, we still have the Gaming for Guru merch available there too, with a hundred percent of those proceeds going to Bobby's GoFundMe page. Awesome. Unfortunately, despite is passing there are still funeral costs and hospital costs that need to be supported and we have that merchandise there again a hundred percent of those proceeds go to support them so thank you thank you for everyone who's doing that we greatly appreciate it we will continue to have that store up for you to support that content as well big thanks yeah there we go buttons nah, as nice. well Get the, the gaming for guru it. button man that's freaking that is sweet Tim, i love that a uh, big thanks to our patreon producers chris mears dave Burnsberg, antonio contrario uh, antonio contrario and chris warren thank you thank you so much if you want to check out our stuff head over to nintendodads.org that includes our latest youtube videos tweets podcasts links to our patreon page as well as our nintendo dads merch shop as well find us on facebook twitter instagram twitch youtube just type in the words Nintendo Dads in the search algorithm and you're going to find <laughs> us. We own that really, really well. So please, and of course you're there, like, subscribe, hit, give us all that good stuff. We love your feedback. We love hearing from you. So you can do a couple of things. You can email us directly at nintendodads at gmail.com or you can call in and send us a voice text, right? a voicemail to 929-25-NDADS or 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for these sweet tunes that you're hearing right now. They're so good, so good. And of course, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, go to your podcast catcher of choice. That is, of course, like Castbox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Player, Spotify. You find a subscribe, leave, leave four or five star reviews, nothing less than four or five, and just say, this show is amazing. We love you. That's all we want. And if you want to just slag on another podcast, go over to mega dads and tell them that they're horrible. You can give them one star <laughs> reviews. We appreciate you uh, for myself, for Jesse, Tim, Roger, Marty, who's not here. Be well, be kind, be brave. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Awesome.
4: I, I... Into Nintendo
1: I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is.